There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CAPITAL200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CAPITAL200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Help Jews in poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Also have troubled minds. 
This show is live. We get together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the Upside Down. Like I said, this show is live. We are streaming on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Thank you very much to Joe Roop, Ryan Gable, and company for allowing us to be part of that gizmo, absolutely fantastic radio station, because it's, it's another way to get the word out. The word out that we're being fooled. The word out that things are not as they seem, and we do live in a bizarre version of the Upside Down. As I always say, there's a, there's a weirdness uh, to things these days, uh, very much in the post-truth era and very much uh, where we can't even really take for granted anything regarding information anymore. And it's, uh, it's, it's part of why we, always, why we started doing this show and uh, doing it in the format that we do it, meaning that uh, we, we do this live. It's, uh, it, it's, it's to include you guys in chat. It's to include uh, phone callers that can actually be part of the show show and give you thoughts in real time without the media having to get in between us, right? Like, think of it this way. If you get interviewed by the media, let's say something, you know, God forbid, something terrible happens and the media shows up around your house, they're going to want to interview you, right? Well, what happened? What, what went down? What was this? What was that? And they may spend, you know, 10 minutes interviewing you, but then what they do is they chop it up perfectly uh, to put it on the evening news and, you know, in like out of a 10-minute interview, you get like, you know, maybe... 12 seconds of exactly what they wanted you to say completely out of context. And that's just the way the world works anymore. And so this, uh, this is kind of the anti-media. That's what troubled minds has always kind of been and always where we've wanted to take this, because if you get enough people with open minds and a good hearts and looking to make the world a better place, I think, I think it's easy. I don't know about easy, maybe not anymore, but I think it's an easy concept to maybe point in the right direction and, uh, share information directly. All right. Just share information directly. You don't have to get censored by censored by the media. Number one, uh, misquoted, uh, taken out of context, any of the rest of this stuff. You don't have to do that. It's, it's not like like if you play play with their uh, with, in, in their game. Sure. You, you that stuff will happen. But uh, this, this is not that. This is, this is the opposite of that. We try and give you time to, to, to kind of flesh out your ideas if you want to call in. And uh, it, it, like I said, this is not a show like in the, the traditional manner, not a radio show. More of like a, let's call it a radio conversation. It goes two ways. I start it, and uh, hopefully you guys call in and tell me about what you think. And uh, we, we range the gamut of all kinds of stuff. So uh, very much uh, very much like Clyde Lewis, like I said in the past, that uh, this show is not without him because he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a pioneer, in my opinion, for radio and uh, for a kind of point in the direction, pointing the way for this show. So anyway, uh, after all the ramble here, point being is we have an open phone line. If you want to be part of the show at any point, give us a call. Phone number is right there, 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. You can join the Discord at troubledminds.org and uh, also at uh, fringe.fm/chat. I'm trying to watch all the all the chats, all all the discords, and all the things. 
I've got some uh, plugins, some uh, some cheating AI helping me, but uh, for the most part, I'm just trying to watch all the chat. So I'm trying to read it all and put it up and say hi and all the rest of that stuff. We'll do that as we go. But uh, if you have to be on the show and you want to get your thought heard, the best way is to just dial the phone number or jump in the Discord. Uh, Discord is a chat client. It is a voice client. It is what all the kids are using to play video games. Uh, let's say youngsters. I think kids is derogatory these days because everything's derogatory these days. But uh, the youngsters are using Discord to play video games. Us uh, old timers, and I'm not even an old timer really, but uh, we're using it to do talk shows because uh, that's how great Discord is. You can use it for uh, many different things. And did I mention it's totally free and you can call in from anywhere in the world international style. So uh, that's why we have the two different mediums to call in because uh, I understand 702 area code is from Las Vegas. And uh, if you're from the United Kingdom, for instance, it's less good. <laughs> right? Uh, what would George, George Orwell say? Uh, uh, double plus bad? I don't know. I don't know what he'd say. But anyway. All right. So uh, that's what we're doing tonight. And we're talking about, oh, speaking of what we're talking about, let's talk about what we're talking about. How about that? Tonight. Now, I've had this theory for quite some time. And it's it's one of those things where you're kind of working with evidence from the past. And uh, not only that, rumors sometimes and uh, top secret programs and a whole bunch of other things, right? So you kind of have to be uh, really pay attention and read between the lines of what's going on. And so this is a theory that I came up with back in December of 2019. All right. Now, uh, it was sort of one of those things where I just kind of kept digging and digging and trying to find out what on earth UFOs could be. It, meaning that, uh, of course, this show, we talk about UFOs quite a lot. Tonight, we're going to talk about fake UFOs and uh, in particular, why we should not trust the mainstream media and why I'm extremely suspicious of this this uh, disclosure uh, movement that's going on right now in the media and in the government and all the rest of these people, right? Uh, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of drama going down with, uh, with uh, Lou Elizondo and with Stephen Greer and it's, it's, it's kind of a crap show, uh, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. That's not for tonight. But the thing is, is that uh, when you get information coming from the government to the media and then reported to us, there's a very particular reason why they do this. Like I say on the news show, the Troubled Minds news show, which we do Monday and Friday, by the way, at 3 p.m. Pacific on Twitch. Uh, I say that uh, in, in the intro that repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing, and that's the truth. And the reason why the media cascade it seems to be all the same thing is because they want us to believe whatever they're telling us, right? And so they continue to wash this out in the media and say it over and over again. And of course, once you tell a lie enough times, what do they call it? They call it the big lie. And once the big lie is told enough times, people start to accept it for the truth, for the truth. So so that's the thing, right? That's what we're doing tonight. We're going to talk about some fake UFOs and, and an old theory that I've had that actually had some new information come out. I, I, do, I do like um, when new information hits, as you know, I like to start things with a current fresh news article, at least one, and uh, kind of go from there. And so this theory goes back to, again, December of 2019. I did a whole show on this, and it was really kind of clunky, not really fleshed out as well because I was working uh, with incomplete information. But now, uh, in the past six, seven, eight months, there's new information that has actually come out that has described exactly what I speculated, exactly what I speculated way back in December of 2019. So I know if you've, if you've been listening to this show for a long time, some of this may be repeat, but it's important to lay it out in the context that we're going to because there is new information. There is new information here that basically says, hey, the UFOs that we're seeing 
may not be real, all right? Not visually seen in the sky, like if you go out and you look at the sky, the UFO you see may be very real, all right? But what I'm telling you is the UFO we're shown from the mainstream media may not be real at all. And uh, let's get into that. Let's get into that. What's up, guys? I see you out there in the chat. Thanks for showing up. Uh, I appreciate all the, uh, all the enthusiasm about the show. Like I said, it makes it really easy to do. Now, one more time, if you want to be part of the show at any point tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Go to troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, and you can join the show that way as well. All right, so now this is the thing. This is, this is the new article, all right, that has kind of snapped, uh, snapped this into, not only into perspective, but also uh, it's, it's kind of solidified an opinion I've had for quite some time now about uh, what UFOs may or may not be, all right? And again, now, now I, I, I want to be clear about this because people, you know, like to take you out of context and say you're, you know, saying a bunch of stuff that you aren't, all right? So I want to be clear that I I'm not saying all UFOs are these things, okay? I am not saying that. What I am saying is that the information that we get from the mainstream media and from possibly TTSA, you know, the gimbal, the go fast, and the FLIR videos, FLIR 1, those may very well be something like this. This is uh, from Forbes.com, and it was written by an individual named David Hambling. And uh, he's a fantastic follow on Twitter, and uh, he's answered me and actually been pretty kind And uh, on Twitter. And uh, he's, he's a kind of... Uh, if I if I had something sideways to say to Jeremy Corbell, which I have on Twitter, uh, he uh, he backs me up. <laughs> David Hambling here has backed me up on Twitter. V Jeremy Corbell. So anyway, it is it is it is cool that you get these guys write these articles and then uh, uh, you know somebody craps on it and doesn't tag them and then you tag them into on Twitter and then they show up and go oh yeah. Hi, <laughs> I'm the guy that wrote that. Yeah, and then Jeremy Corbell had nothing to say. FYI, I'll link that to, to, to Twitter exchange uh, at the end of this <laughs> so you guys can see what I'm talking about, and you'll see why it's so funny. Anyway, headline here is this. UFOs, plasma lasers, and the Pentagon's voice of God weapon. Now, <laughs> in the old days, when I was kind of putting this together, I was talking about uh, Project Oxcart. I was talking about a, a new project called Nemesis, which is uh, like drone swarms to radar spoof, uh, not, just, not just against uh, you know, fighter jets and things like this, against radars, against uh, you know, missiles, incoming missiles, where if you put like a swarm of drones in the air, it's able to maybe uh, break up the, the infrared or whatever the tracking is on these missiles, things like that, right? So I was kind of, in some sense, in that manner, barking up the wrong tree, all right? But in light of information that has come out, like I said, in the last six, seven, eight months, and if you guys haven't been listening to this show for a long time, let me explain. Here we go. This is from the, straight from the article here, written by David Hambling, who's a, of aerospace and defense. That's his specialty, and he, uh, he has a really impressive uh, list of uh, articles. If you want to check him out, please do on uh, Forbes.com. And if you just Google his name, David Hambling, H-A-M-B-L-I-N-G, and you can find all kinds of things that are kind of uh, space age. Like he covers aerospace and defense, and so the things he's talking about are really cutting-edge weapons platforms type stuff and so a lot of the uh, you know the dystopian future we're talking about is happening today you just have to go know uh, know where to look for it where to find it and guys like this i don't know if he's got contacts or he worked in the industry or what's going on but he seems to be on in the game but okay here we go straight from the article 
As previously reported by Forbes, the U.S. Navy is looking at ultra-short laser pulses, which create glowing plasma in mid-air to decoy missiles away from aircraft. This might explain some of the UFOs described in the recent Pentagon report on unexplained aerial phenomena. It turns out that interest in this technology goes back further than you might think, and not just in the U.S. Back in 1966... Hear that? 1966. Commentators were trying to make sense of a previous report on UFOs, the Air Force's Project Blue Book. Like the modern version, version, this concluded there was no evidence that UFOs were extraterrestrial craft, but was thin on explanation. Philip Klass, avionics editor at Aviation Week and notable UFO skeptic, wrote his analysis with the added perspective of a background in electrical effects. He concluded that some UFOs were luminous plasmas of ionized air, a special form of ball lightning generated by electric corona that occurs on high-tension power lines under certain conditions. Okay, so there's that, right? Now, not only so famously, infamously in the old days, Project Blue Book, right? They they wrote off a lot of um, a lot of the UFOs as you know mass hallucination, uh, swamp gas, Venus in the night sky, uh, things like this, right? Ball lightning, which we did an entire show on ball lightning back in the day, by the way, and ball lightning is suspiciously absent from actually <laughs> historical records, meaning that uh, I think they didn't actually record the first ball lightning in nature until like 2008 or something like that in China, right? So we did a whole show on that. I'll link that in the bottom of this too. Somebody remind me if I forget. But uh, so the thing is this, right? So we're talking about ball lightning being described as these UFO phenomena back in the 60s through Project Blue Book, right? But Notably, not only in the 60s were they doing Project Blue Book, they were also doing this thing called, what was this called? Project Palladium. If you've never heard of Project Palladium, what it was, it was uh, very much like we're discussing here. It was a radar spoofing trick that was used by the NSA, by the CIA, uh, and I think those were the two involved, and they were actually making Soviet and Cuban aircraft believe they saw ufos on their radar and this goes back to the late 50s all right that we were talking about this stuff now now this is the craziest part so if we were actually fooling pilots in the late 50s early 60s jet pilots with radar on board to see ufos at least on radar don't how far do you think we've got from from then from from the late 50s early 60s right just kind of in a vacuum knowing how technology progresses. And this was really the working theory that I had back in, back in December of 2019, because I was like, all right, if this palladium thing was really going on, which we'll get to palladium, we'll look at some of the details in a sec here as well. But when, if this was really happening back then, and they were fooling Soviet and Cuban actual professional aviators with real radar systems set up in their, in their jets, they were fooling them to believe they were seeing UFOs. Then what, are we doing now, right? Like what kind of radar spoofing technology do we have that's so super top secret that, well, it would be space age, wouldn't it? It would be space age. It would be very convincing. 
right? That it was a an actual UFO. Now, uh, Lou Elizondo has said famously in the Unidentified series when he was talking about this that we don't have the capability to fool two systems at once, right? That's what he said. And therein, I think, is the big lie here regarding this whole Tic Tacs and UFOs and the rest of this. And I'll tell you why. Clearly, he worked, at, worked in intelligence, and I think that he says that not because he's trying to mislead. I think because he can't say we have that capability, right? Because of his, his NDA, his clearance that he still has, right? This type of thing. So, I, you know what I mean? I'm going to give him a pass on that because you, can't, you just can't go on a TV show and spill classified information. You can't, all right? But, all right, so as this continues and as we roll into this, now, once again, I was working with Project Palladium and some newer type of situations with, uh, with uh, radar spoofing and plasma, all right? Plasma. And so you see it right here. Back in 1966, this individual, uh, actually, Philip Kloss reporting on stuff from 1966 in Project Blue Book, was saying that it, the, these, some UFOs were luminous plasmas of ionized air, all right? Listen to that. Luminous plasmas of ionized air. And how does that happen, right? Like you don't just go, you know, pull a light bulb out and turn on a switch and you've got a plasma UFO in the sky, right? Of course not. DARPA's been working on this for how long? Who knows how long? And of course, I don't have proof of that because, well, it's DARPA. There's, there's hardly any proof behind that. That's a, a, as opaque as anything. But like I said, if they were doing this and fooling Soviet and Russian pilots in the late 50s, early 60s to believe they saw UFOs on radar, do you think now, how many years later? Let's just say 1960. It is 2021. That is 61 years later from 1960. Do you really think we don't have the ability to spoof two systems at a time? To actually fool a radar system and the human eyeball or a radar and infrared or all three at the same time? Do you really believe that we don't have the ability to do that? Come on. Like, like, are we being serious here? All right, so I'm going to continue to make the case. And this is important. And let me tell you why. Because nobody in ufology is talking about this. Nobody I've heard is really bringing this up. Everybody wants to just kind of gloss over it and say, no, no, but the UFOs, the aliens. Okay, fine. And don't get me wrong. I believe they're out there. That some of these UFOs are real. All right. What I do not believe is that the UFOs that we're, we're seeing, they're giving to us through leaks, through sanctioned leaks. I do not believe those are real. And I think they are this. Let's continue with this article, shall we? Again, if you want to be part of the show at any point, 702-957-1037. Here we go. So ball lightning. Okay, we're going to skip that. Moder- now, now, this gets interesting, right? Modern ultra-short pulse lasers provide a reliable means to create plasma remotely. All right, ultra-short pulse lasers. Now, this article's from today. Pulse duration is measured in femtoseconds, 10 to the millionth or billionth of a second. In 2005, two research scientists working for French defense giant Thales, T-H-A-L-E-S, published a paper looking at the missile defense potential of this effect in particular for countering heat-seeking missiles. In addition to other possibilities, they suggested, quote, plasma that can be used as active decoys against IR homing electronics, just like the U.S. Navy from 2018. And they're talking about the UFO incident, of course, the, the, uh, the, the, what happened just off the coast of California there with, uh, with the, the Tic Tacs and the whole deal. Now, this is what I'm saying, and this is why we have to be extremely careful when we get information from 
basically whoever, right? Whoever. Uh, you, you never know who's leaking what to whom, all right? And meaning that people with good intentions can be used by the government or by the media or both to press something forward that they think they have inside information on and they actually do not. You understand what I'm saying? So we still have these leaks and these sanction leaks and then these unsanctioned leaks. So the point being is this. We'll get into some more of this technology as we go, and you'll be probably surprised if you've never heard of this uh, that, that it's, it's easily done. It's, this is easily done these days. And so not only that, if we're maybe testing these types of things on our aircraft, which you would have to do at some point, right? If you know it's going to work on enemy aircraft, if it works on ours, it sure as hell is going to work on enemy aircraft, or let's say adversarial, because nobody's really the enemy, right? Unless you want to create the enemy, the boogeyman, the Emmanuel Goldstein, as it were. But point being is that if we're if they work on our equipment, they're going to work on anybody's equipment, right? Being the uh, the largest, uh, the best uh, military in the world, whatever it's going to be, however you want to quantify it, right? So that's what we're talking about. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing tonight. And uh, we got some interesting stuff. If you've never heard this theory, and you, it, there's, a, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of actual good data behind this theory. However, it's interesting to note that for all the press that happens, nobody in the press talks about this. And why do you think that is? <laughs> why do you think that is? Yep. Yep. Exactly. We might be onto something. We might be onto something here. So, all right. As we finish up and uh, get down to the bottom of the hour here, this is Troubled Minds. I am Michael Strange. We're talking about fake UFOs tonight. And not just fake UFOs, radar spoofing, plasma, ball lightning, but generated to fool not just radar, but IR, FLIR, the human eye, and everything else. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Love to hear from you on this. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds after the break. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls tonight, and we're talking about fake UFOs, and not just the kind that you get people trying to fake you out on YouTube or create clickbait drama or get some attention with their Photoshop CGI handiwork. We're not talking about that kind of fake UFO, though it does play a part in this, I think. It does play a part in this conversation that uh, it's possible, now it's entirely possible, just uh, throwing out a theory there, that uh, maybe, just maybe, that uh, the, the Pentagon has people cranking out fake UFOs and CGI and Photoshop as just part of more disinformation. Just uh, throwing it out there. I don't know how true that is, but it seems like it, um, it, it could be a thing. Seems, it seems not really that much of a stretch, if you catch my meaning. So anyway, we're taking your phone calls tonight as we talk about this fake UFO theory. Now, not only, and again, I want you guys to understand, I'm not saying aliens aren't real. Clearly, the universe is too big. Aliens are real. Clearly. However, what I am saying is we have to be very careful with how we classify UFOs coming from official sources, meaning that they're telling us about the these Tic Tacs, right? They're telling us about the gimbal, the, the FLIR one, the GoFast videos. They're telling us about these gun camera footage that was caught in infrared, and we're supposed to believe that these particular UFOs are not cherry-picked in just such a way that they can control the narrative. Again, notice we have three UFO videos which are the same, right? Very much the same. Very much uh, similar shaped objects. They're, they're, everybody described them as Tic Tacs with little feet on the bottom is uh, how these things have been described. And uh, you see my point. If you go back to Project Blue Book, there is a very large, basically, uh, all kinds of different UFOs. Meaning there were saucers, there were cigar shapes, there were orbs, there were everything. Like basically... If you can imagine these shapes of UFOs, they were there in Project Blue Book, all right? But these new ones, the ones that we're expected to believe is this disclosure project, right, is, well, they're Tic Tacs. And so, of course, we've had some leaks from Corbell and George Knapp, and, you know, they're not really, let's say, not so compelling, in my opinion, all right? That's one guy's opinion. That maybe, they're, maybe they're aliens from Alpha Centauri. I don't know. But I would expect... Well, anyway, we'll move on from that. I don't, I don't, again, like a, like a Night Stalker said, it's, a, it's so fun to crap on Corbell. I don't want to do that. Not too much, anyway. Okay, point being, let's get back to this. Now, we are taking your phone calls. If you, what do you think about this, uh, this plasma theory? Plasma in the sky. And I'll explain. So if you don't actually know what I'm talking about, we're going to get to the, some more details here and get rolling with this. But 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. All right, let's continue. Let's, let's go back to this article. This is from David Hamblin in... Uh, Forbes. All right. Like I said, fantastic writer here. And he covers uh, aerospace and defense. And he's he's looking at this and saying, wait a minute, there is a problem here. All right. Uh, it's not just these ball lightning sorts of things. Right. Which is kind of described back in the day as uh, writing off a lot of the Project Blue Book UFOs. He's describing this thing called or- ultra short pulse lasers. All right. Provided a reliable means to create plasma remotely. Pulse duration is measure, measured in femtoseconds, femto, F-E-M-T-O seconds, femtoseconds, or millions of billionths of a second. 
In 2005, two research scientists working for French defense giant Thales produced a paper looking at the missile defense potential of this effect, all right, which we've talked about. And they suggested, quote, plasma that can be used as active decoys against IR homing electronics. All right. Now, that's what I'm talking about. So not just in particular, right, uh, missile spoofing, because clearly that's, you know, that's a valuable thing. But what if you could fool pilots into believing the things they're looking at are actual UFOs when they're not? How do you think that would, one, mess with a pilot's psyche, two, mess with their radar and everything else? And they've said, uh, I think uh, recently uh, it was Dietrich that came out and said that not only w- were they having these issues with seeing these Tic Tacs flying around and coming in and out of the water and all this other stuff, which, by the way, you could do with plasma, right? You could do this. You could make the plasma dip into the water and foam it up and the rest of this. You could do these things. But Dietrich said they were also being jammed at the same time. All right. So it seems to me that this is more of a human intelligence. All right. Not necessarily a a extraterrestrial intelligence, just these particular ones, the Tic Tacs, all right? So anyway, as this continues, uh, let's see, a a 2010 Chinese paper on femtosecond laser applications to EO countermeasures also discusses the potential for short short pulse lasers in confusing missile guidance, but there do not appear any, any Chinese open source papers on this topic. Again, it may be a crazy idea, which went nowhere, or it may be research is just not carried out openly right now as we're, we're going to get to the rest of this as we go tonight we got plenty of time if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 let's go to daryl in new york what's up daryl how are you tonight hey michael how you doing i'm doing very well thanks for asking what do you think about this uh this absolutely crazy idea about plasma in the sky being a radar spoofing technology I'm- that we're confusing for ufos I am so happy you are talking about this. It's like, if I told you about six years ago, 2015, 2016, I was filming the most ridiculous things over Manhattan, and everyone thought I was crazy. And it's exactly what you're talking about today. And I have videos, like, the most insane things. Nobody even wanted to to listen to me when I described what was in the New York City skies. I mean, I'm talking like a dinosaur, a flying carpet, um, burning bridges, like literally like New York would look like it had been hit by a bomb at the end of the day, and then in the next day it would be normal again. It looked like Cheerios. I have, I have proof of this. I know it sounds crazy even now, but because you're talking about this, I have to bring this up. There was like an overlay of um, tanks in Times Square that I caught. I'm like, what? who's doing this? Who's making holographic overlays? Like, are they practicing this on, on, you know, major cities for a future event? There would be fake planes. I had fake helicopters, things that would morph into, like, you know, it would look like a bird and then would turn into a helicopter. And that you know it's not real, you know what I mean? Do I, I know I sound crazy, but no, I don't. swear to God, no. I'm going to back it up with no. videos. You no, know, you I swear I'm not, I'm not talking like a crazy person. No, Maybe no, I okay. am, but um, you're okay. You're okay. This was like you're in good company. All over the city, <laughs> and I mean, I'm in good company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good. But it's I, all I can't good. believe you're discussing this now. No, so so this is the thing, right? So 
not only so we'll, we'll get into some more so this gets more spooky it's not just it's it's like you're describing actually it gets more into the spooky side of this and leaning more toward like the project blue beam and the fake alien invasion which is back in the news big time by the way if you i don't know if you saw that uh that uh, the uh, documentary by Stephen Greer, he just put it out uh, a couple of days back. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, but but it it does seem that there's some weirdness happening with not just the technology available to do things like you're describing. And like I've always said, these plasma things in the sky can spoof anything. Like I made this example back when I first speculated this again back in uh, December of 2019. I said, look, if if you could put a plasma image in the sky, you could make. Elvis playing the guitar in the sky. You could do this, and you could make it convincing. Absolutely. And you could, you could, Absolutely. Yeah. And so this, this, so the things you're describing, I believe you. I think they're testing these things, and I think not only that, they're trying to make us believe the things that are not real are actually real. And I think that's probably what's going on here. Right. And not just not just from a military perspective, maybe from a, a different other gain of function type perspective. So that's that's my take on it. I don't know. So maybe you could describe a little bit more of what you saw in New York. Well, I tell you, it's hard to even know if it's real or not. And how are we going to know if it's real or not when it does happen? Like, how can we tell the, the truth or the difference between the realistic, you know, the CGI is so good that you, you're like, wow, that happened. That's happening. Like, for example, even recently, that girl that we both know, um, Maria Hill, I think was her name. I showed you that crazy video she filmed in South Africa that like the sky was like zipping open and there were like big beams going across the sky and it looked like there was a tear literally in reality and we were all on this like Freeman show. Um, You know that Jim Carrey movie? The Truman Show. Remember that movie? Yes. Where everyone was watching him and he was in this like small universe and he found the edge of it and like left. But it it looked like that and it was like live. And I was flipping out thinking, if that's happening in South Africa, it's not, we're all dead. I mean, this is over. You know, this is the end of the world. And it was just like all CGI in the sky. So who's doing that? Why were they doing that? Were they practicing for something? You know, the next day everything looked back to normal. There wasn't a zipper in the sky, you know. I, I mean, it was just crazy, you know, but it was so well done. Um, and for, I mean, why were they doing that? Who's doing this? Is this, do they think nobody's watching or they don't care if a few people, it's just a little, a few people are going to sound crazy, you know, while we're practicing this stuff? I don't know. I, yeah. I think it's, I don't know. It's, it's been, it had so, to be a hologram, you know? Yeah. And, and so these things exist. And so here's part of the, part of the thing we're going to get into tonight to tonight. It gets a little bit more frightening than just seeing things, right? That maybe you can't d- differentiate from reality. Uh, they're actually talking about, these plasma balls, these plasma, whatever they are, these imitations of life, whatever they happen to be, uh, they, they're turning them into, they're, they're allowing them to talk. They can speak. And so I'll get to that in a sec. That's the, oh vo- my God. it's the voice of God. They call it a voice of God. Oh my God. Exactly. So now imagine, oh imagine my God. like you could, if you could literally fake a human voice through a plasma projection of sorts, you can fake anything. If it's convincing, oh you God. can fake anything. And this is why I'm saying we have to be extremely careful with what the media tells us because they're, they're clearly operating to cover up a, a, a you know, the, the, what is it called? The MIC, the, uh, 
uh, the uh, no, 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 what's it called? The industrial, My uh, no, the, whatever the the military industrial complex. That's what I was looking for. Military industrial complex. Yes, exactly, right. mm-hmm. exactly. So that they're looking. That's outrageous. I mean, yeah, they're covering the, for I, them. They definitely are. So anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, they could turn a whole country absolutely insane. You know, they could think everyone would think they were going crazy. You know, if they saw some kind of plasma speaking like they were God. Hi, I'm God, you know. I mean, anything could be created with with this kind of technology. It's incredible. Exactly. It's incredible. Exactly. But I was, like, I would be scared to death. Truthfully, I would be so frightened because I'd see the Brooklyn Bridge literally on fire. I'm like, oh, my God. Isn't this on the news? And I checked the news and I checked Twitter. I'm like, nobody's talking about this? Why isn't anyone talking about this? Oh, and I want to tell you a couple of other weird things when I was filming these things. I have like 150 videos on New York City battles. And you could see, like, you could see them bombing, like, Jersey. And Jersey was sending bombs to New York. And um, the funny thing was that there would be an overlay of a vocal when I would play it back. And the screeching sounds of horrible metal that you didn't hear with your naked ear, but you heard it on the playback. So I think I picked up a frequency, and I picked up the frequency of two people, and it would always be in a different language. They would be talking, like, in some sort of weird code, like, oh, that'll be, that'll be the end of that city. Or they, would, they were talking really end-of-the-world talk, you know, and, like, top secret. Oh, we're going to be meeting in Switzerland, and it would be either Portuguese or, or Italian or, oh, hold on, I'm turn this off. I gotta turn off the sound. Sorry. Hold on. I don't <laughs> okay. even notice this anymore. Hold That's on. okay. That's okay. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I yeah, so my computer and I turn that off. No problem. Go ahead. You know, so there would be this overlay, but the, the battle sounds were so frightening. Like you could hear just like this metal against metal, like literally battle sounds. Uh, it was so mysterious. I thought people thought I was crazy. You know, I didn't even talk about it, but I, I had to film it just to have proof that I wasn't crazy. You know, well, look, what is this? You know, you tell me what it is. I had to, one person was behind me. A hundred percent was uh, Wolfman Mike from uh, a long time ago. He had a Monster Castle uh, Paranormal Radio. I don't know if you know him. I do not. No. But uh, he had a radio. He had a podcast, and uh, he thought he was 100% behind me. He saw he saw this stuff, too, you know. And I could, I used to go on live. I used to, sh- I filmed them all through the earth cams, you know, the live earth cams from all over the world. I filmed stuff in Turkey. I filmed stuff over um, San Francisco. It's not just New York, but, I'm, you know, I'm more curious about New York because I live here, you know. And actually, New York had the most interesting stuff in the skies. Which, you know, which seems odd at that time. <laughs> of all places, right? That seems seems uh seems like a not a not a good place to test these things. Or maybe I don't know. Like like as we've seen this past year, I think uh, you know people testing, let's say, gain of function things that may be bad for the earth are not really off the table anymore, are they? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's so ridiculous. And They're so, not uh, nothing. Yeah. Really. yeah, exactly, exactly. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. Anything goes. Yeah. But I mean, the one night I saw a dinosaur, I saw a, literally a huge dinosaur it dwarfed Manhattan it was bigger than Manhattan like not a possible size of a dinosaur I'm like what am I looking at you know and then there was an android that was fighting with laser beams they were giants gigantic things fighting you know with like lasers 
And I'm like, where is this happening? This isn't happening. It can't be, you know, but I have it on film. So, you know, it must be some sort of holographic overlay on reality. That's what I, you know, I named it. But I'm sure it has a legitimate name like Project Blue Book or whatever they're calling it. Uh, CERN or DARPA or whoever is doing this stuff. Blue Beam. Yeah, if you, you, know? can, sh- if you can show what that are, video. What's the big plan? What, what, uh, that's, what's that's going to good... be the reveal? What's the magic that's going to happen? That's the question. That's, that's a very good question there. I have no idea. Uh, if you could share that video, that'd be amazing. Can you, can you maybe drop that in the Discord or maybe email it to me at TroubledMindsRadio? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a search for it. I'm going to save the good ones for you, okay? I've, okay. I've too many to go through, so I'm okay. not going to bore you with the channel. But I'll try to find the select ones like I've discussed. And you'll see, like, this stuff looks real. How do you know it's not real, you know? But sometimes the funny thing is the planes, they have, have you ever heard of someone talk about fake planes? Like when they were doing chemtrailing, the fake planes, does that ring a bell? Uh, I have not, no, I have not seen that. No? No. But, right, but, so but it wouldn't be hard planes, to hear. I've heard other people talk about fake planes. Yeah, in, in, um, in this and context, it looks like these it's planes, not like would. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're you're up. Go ahead. No, they would look like like you'd see these planes start from the middle of the sky, and they would just appear with a chemtrail. You know, there would be like a, a a very shiny small dot, way way high up in the uh, ionosphere, or whatever, and they would like appear out of nowhere, and they would like take off in mid sky, and they look fake. You know, they really didn't look real. Like, they didn't have, like, real windows, and they didn't really, it just didn't look, they didn't look real. I don't even know if they were real chemtrails, even, if those were fake, you know. And who knows what the chemtrail story is? I don't even know, you know. Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms What's going on with chemtrails? Right what were they hiding? Yeah, whole other can of worms. Hey, Daryl, we're running out of time. we got to go. So, so final thoughts right. on this? If you, if you have to make one guess, what do you think this is? I don't know. I think it's some sort of plan. Um, I think they they have the technology. They're not sure what they're doing with it. I think it's us. I don't think it's from outer space, you know. But, like, you, have you ever seen that fake city in China where everyone, like, it looks so vivid and real? Yeah. In fact, China has it's just, like, amazing, like, better than fireworks, what they do with animation in the sky. Um, it's gorgeous. Like, you could look it up on, on YouTube. Um, it looks so beautiful. It looks so real. But once you see that, you know that anything is possible. You know anything. It's so it's so vivid and so realistic looking. And the whole sky, it's like a a big sky entertainment show. You know, and it's like much huger than fireworks. It makes fireworks look like firecrackers. You know. Yeah, I'm so with you. If they can do you. that, anything can happen. I don't know. Exactly. We're going to make the case uh, that that but all this stuff is see- possible. So, so uh, we're going to keep on trucking with this. So, you, go ahead, go ahead. No, I see, but I've been seeing military-style applications, and it sounds like a, a battle. So, I think there's something happening, unless it's a battle in another dimension. I don't know. Maybe I caught a battle in a different dimension. Maybe there really are battles, and who knows? I don't know. But I, it was almost—I was almost convinced that there was a battle, especially with the big booms. You know, the big noises. I mean, in New York, during one year, it was so bad. I—I I swore it was going to be like over. You know, there was one night that was like six loud explosions, that were you know these like strange sounds that that the people are hearing now everywhere. 
um, that was so loud and, and so disturbing, you know? Like, what is that? You know, those strange sounds. I don't know if they're all connected. They might be. What do you think? Yeah, I think it could be. I think it depends on uh, where this information is coming from, who's who's kind of controlling these things. And again, it seems like we have a concerted effort by the media to make us believe things are real that may not be real. So so I think, uh, I don't know. I, I don't no know who, who this may no be, kidding. but uh, yeah, crazy stuff. We got to go, Daryl. I appreciate the call. Please share those videos in the Discord. Okay. I look forward to seeing that stuff, okay? Will do. Thanks a lot. That's Daryl from You got it. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. I appreciate the call. There you go. If you guys want to be on the show, it's as easy as that. Dial the phone number. Fantastic call, as always, from Daryl there. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we're talking about plasma spoofing. We're talking about plasma in the sky or projected elsewhere that can become anything you want it to become. Daryl there says she saw some ridiculous things in New York City and could not believe they were real but actually got video of these things, including describing like a giant dinosaur and things like this, right? And if this is what's going on with uh, plasma spoofing, not just with Tic Tacs, right, which is my theory about the Tic Tacs, my working, running theory with this, because, again, like I said, if they were actually trying to do an honest disclosure effort, we would have more than just three of the same damn UFO. You understand what I'm saying to you? That is not what's going on here. I don't know why they didn't maybe vary it up, maybe do different types. Maybe they're trying to like smash the narrative with um, you know more data saying, look, they're all the same. I don't know. But it certainly seems to me that there are possibilities these things could be that really get not enough attention. And for all the, the media, all the wash of the media coming out, talking about this UFO report as this came down, what, a couple weeks ago now, something like that we're still back in the same exact same boat we started in, which is what the same place, meaning that, well, we can't rule out that they're from somewhere else, but we can definitely tell you they're not ours. They're not Russia's and they're not China's. All right. That's what we can tell you, which we knew before that, except, well, the lie is they're probably ours, right? That's the lie. That's probably the lie here is that they're spoofing these things and they were testing them on our pilots. That's my opinion. And some people that, that back up the military say the military would never do that and put our pilots at risk. I don't think that's the case at all. I think they've done things like this all the time throughout history and military training exercises. Have you ever heard the term uh, somebody passed away in the military during a training exercise? Anybody ever heard that term? It happens all the time, doesn't it? It happens all the damn time. So if you're going to tell me training exercises cannot be dangerous, I would ask you to go look into the numbers because I'm telling you, sure, they may not put like a, you know, $20 million plane at risk, but, uh, you know, maybe that's the, the trust of their pilots there to not crash the thing and freak out. I don't know. Anyway, we're talking about UFOs tonight. We're talking about fake UFOs and what they may be, meaning uh, I've got some theories. I've got some theories tonight, and we're talking about it, and that's what we're doing. If you want to be part of the show, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're taking your phone calls. Good stuff from Daryl to kick us off on in the phone call department. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And join the Discord at TroubledMinds.org. Lots of smart people in there having a conversation 24 hours a day. So don't miss out. TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link. And as we finish this up, go back to the top of the hour here. Thing is this, if these aren't UFOs and they're fakes, what the hell are they? That's what we're talking about tonight and larger implications of what these things might be. 
you like the conversation, don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds after the break. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness good evening and welcome back to troubled minds radio i'm your host michael strange and this is a show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about you know what those things are aliens conspiracy paranormal the government academia the 24-hour news cycle Propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. This show is live. If you want to be part of the show at any point tonight, we're taking your phone calls. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. at 702-957-1037. And tonight we are talking about fake UFOs. That's right. Plasma projections in the sky and what this could be. I'm making the case that the disclosure project we're seeing in the media and from the government is false. False. Trixies. False. What do you guys think? We're streaming on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and that's the conversation tonight. What about these fake UFOs, and is there a difference? 
I think I think I've said this quite a lot, but uh, this is again a theory that I've had that goes back to about December of 2019, and I can say that because I have a show where I did this back in December 2019. But there's new information that's coming out. All right, new information coming out describing these actual lasers in the sky that create these plasma projections. Okay, now that's what I'm talking about. Many people in the UFO field, they they just forget they forget this. They don't want to talk about this because they think that it's just unreasonable, right? Unreasonable to expect that uh, the government might be fooling us with these things. And it seems strange to me because the government has been doing nothing but fool us about UFOs and lie to us about UFOs for over 70 years. So if you're going to if you're going to be incredulous about the government lying to you, I don't know what universe you live in to be perfectly honest. So here we go. Just to, just to bring this back, right? So we have this uh, these po- okay, so Molecules. All right, let's read this. Quote, researchers working, this is from uh, Forbes.com, written by an individual by the name of David Hambling. Quote, researchers working with high-power laser weapons discovered that they could create a glowing ball of fire in the sky by crossing the beams of two powerful infrared lasers. The beams were invisible to the naked eye, but they were where they intersected, their electric fields became so intense that they ripped apart molecules in the air, creating a plasma. By moving the laser beams around the sky, the researchers found they could shift the plasma ball back and forth at a very high speed. Mullins wrote back in the year 2000. 2000, right? Now, again, this is something that I'm talking about. Project Palladium goes back to the late 50s and early 60s. We were fooling Soviet and Cuban pilots with Project Palladium then to believe that they were seeing UFOs on radar. So if you're telling me since 1960, let's say, to now that this technology hasn't changed and transformed and become something else entirely, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you because uh, clearly they wouldn't just leave it be, right? As radar develops and they get uh, they they outfit these gun camera with with FLIR and all this other stuff, right? All these other sensors. They have these whole area of sensors that are going on in these military applications. And of course, as they add them, you have to try and be able to confuse and fool these different systems. So, of course, since then, of course, it seems silly to even suggest that they wouldn't have worked on this and pressed it to the next level. But what is the next level? What, uh, 60 years later, 61 years later now from 1960, what is the next level of this? And I think it's exactly what we're talking about tonight. These powerful infrared lasers that intersect in the sky and where they hit, they actually become some sort of plasma ball of something. And once you can control what that ball looks like, it is no longer just a fireball in the sky, is it? It becomes something else entirely. So uh, here we go. We got a phone call on deck. Let's take this call, and uh, we'll keep on trucking. Let's see. Who is this? I'm not exactly sure who this is. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Jennifer. Calling from Missouri. Hey, what's up, Jennifer from, from Missouri? How are you? I'm doing good. I think that I might. Do I have an echo again? On no, my, you, sound, on, you sound fantastic. I think it's just on your end. Yeah, you're good. Go right ahead. Okay. So the thing with the plasma spoofing, now this is all new to me. I wasn't really sure what you meant. And I was like, well, I had to look it up. And what's really interesting, though, that caught my attention with the ball lightning bit, I've experienced ball lightning. Like I've witnessed it firsthand. And I've even uh, felt it. I had it actually like, I made accidentally had contact with it. So I, I know what it looks like. I know how it kind of, and it moves really strange too. And so, I mean, if that is what they've, if they've used, what you know, ball lightning too is basically just is plasma. 
it's kind of a similar plasma that you find like with the sun or with lightning bolts, supposedly. But then also, too, you know, in the sky wise, the a very I think it's like a thin layer in the upper atmosphere is solid plasma. And I guess that um, it, it's it can reflect radio waves too, kind of similar to metal. And so there's a lot of strange things. And then you can consider, uh, have you heard of red sprites? Which um, is basically like lightning in the upper atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yes. I've seen videos of that stuff. Yeah, which would also be some type of, you know, I, I never even heard of it till a couple of years ago. But I guess you can also use, I mean, they could use this as some kind of psychokinetic uh, force, is what I think, too. Which is why when these, some of these jets have come in contact, they've lost you know, contact with those jets. There've been crashes and things like that. And also even disappearing, but it's really weird because electromagnetic waves can are used. Uh, people think that poltergeists are made of, ele- of electromagnetic waves. So, cause I guess the momentum of electromagnetic waves can be used to move objects. Kind of like you see with psychokinetic people, if that's, you know, something you believe in and also poltergeists. So what if they're using this somehow it's like if you said they had the voice of God technology, I've heard of that before, and like a voice-to-brain technology where they can kind of beam it into your head where you're hearing a voice even. But if you were to combine the two, you have literally like a hand of God type thing going on. I mean, if they can move stuff out of the sky without even having to put a person up there or even an object, but literally just utilizing the natural plasma in the atmosphere and concentrating it and then using it as, you know, weapons. I know that they're doing that already, it says, but... Yeah, I think it's really bizarre. And then uh, the other thing is, too, with some of these, um, if there were UFOs, like real UFOs that we weren't creating out of plasma or something as a type of weapon of our own or or maybe for some other nefarious purpose, like I don't, I'm not even sure what to imagine yet of what they could be trying to do. But um, anyway, that's what it, it kind of, maybe they're trying to be able to move and manipulate things from a distance, kind of like you can see with like, well, like Firestarter, you know, it's a movie Firestarter with psychokinetic energy, but using it as a weapon outside themselves, or even like, I don't think for warfare, maybe even as a way of fighting real UFOs. I mean, who knows? You know, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. So I've heard the voice of God, we'll get to that in a little bit, but I've heard of it uh, used in terms of maybe the uh, sort of, uh, well, very much like a Project Bluebeam sort of situation. Well, not just marketing. Like we've seen, right. we've seen some of that stuff in the sky at Disneyland and some other places. But like, if it can speak, right? If we're talking about this plasma projection that looks realistic and can actually speak, uh, I've heard of them uh, maybe speculating. And this is from these, you know, again these really, really deep French sites websites. So it's really difficult to tell if people are just making crap up or if this is maybe a real thing. But uh, the technology definitely exists and has been has been discussed. But they were. Uh, actually talking about maybe putting up for instance like a religious figure up in the middle east in the sky telling people to do a particular thing right as more of a uh, a you know like a uh, uh, evacuate the area type of situation like the the end of the world is coming everybody should go to this cave sort of situation right and then everybody just does what they're told because there it looks like god in the sky or something to this effect right like these are the types of things you can really do to people and not just that right like if you're talking clearly with all the big data 
saturated demographics we have, you could find the exact spot to put that in the sky to get the most traction. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's a scary world we live in. But that right, that right there in particular is one of the things I've heard specifically with the voice of God and this technology, uh, which we'll get to in just a sec. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it's headed. I don't know who's doing this or if this is a real thing, even if it's a real thing, right? I, I, I would consider yes, because the technology seems like we should have it at this point. But uh, have we seen it? Uh, Daryl says she saw some out there in New York. So if this is happening out in the wild, then then who the heck knows? Uh, have you ever seen anything bizarre in the sky like that that you thought might be some sort of projection of sorts? No. But, I mean, with the idea of this creating a religious figure and projecting it into the sky in kind of an in-world scenario, it makes perfect sense that that could be done, or at least with the Project Bluebeam thing, because the world's been hyped up for this for a long time. I mean, if you look at all the different religious sects, like Jehovah's Witness, they think this is going to happen. They think there's going to be a small group of people left behind. You know, it's been preached forever, Armageddon and the whole thing. So if you were to bring this in, if a certain group, an unspoken group, some high, you know, elite group, did actually want to take the world and have it just themselves as their own paradise or something, this would definitely be a good way to do that because people would be, I mean, everyone would just be like, oh my God, it's, you know, God's returned or Jesus has come back or Muhammad or whatever. And yeah, if you could present plasma in a certain shape or even as a giant ball of light that's talking to you and that also can somehow affect you, because I mean, as this stuff touches you, you can feel it. So, I mean, this, there's all kinds, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, if the, if the gamma rays are too high, it says that they'll just move, it'll just move right through the object, but it can move people on, you know, like psycho, like psychokinetic energy, like throw a person across the room type thing. So right, it so would be crazy if they actually never did anything like that, but at least we would have a heads up. Right, but you know they're testing it. it. If we ever do see something. You know they're testing it. So, so this is the, this is the thing, and this is why I talk about this stuff, is because we're, we're living in a world, like I say, it's a post-truth world, but I think more and more uh, we should not be so willing easily to believe what we see with our eyes. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm not saying to throw reality away entirely, but I am saying that if, if Jesus shows up to you on a street corner look twice please <laughs> just look twice you know what right. i'm saying like like don't don't be easily fooled by this stuff because you never know you never know what's going on and uh it, it's possible now these things are very possible yeah well i mean like literally trying to recreate a ragnarok you know in the world scenario armageddon jesus return you know leaving nothing in the i mean people thinking they're going somewhere when they're really just being like you know wiped out It'd be an amazing way to just wipe out. I mean, it's kind of a dark, but I mean, like it'd be like a crazy way to just wipe out a massive amount of people and leave behind just a few in a new world, a paradise type. It's just crazy if you go really far with it. But yeah, it's definitely incredibly fringe. But I don't know. It could be the stuff could be exists. Something like that. I mean, because I don't know why else they'd want to even have something like this, unless they were just trying to use it as a weapon against some other type of you know, another type of technology that they can't understand, like real UFOs, or if they're using it probably against the people as a massive, you know, plan of somehow creating a paradise for themselves just for themselves. You know, so that is possible for sure. Yeah, the old breakaway there are crazy civilization. People out there. Yeah, hell yeah, there are crazy people out there. And some very, very rich crazy yeah. people. <laughs> That's for sure. Very, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we'll yep. see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on this as it develops. But uh, as, as these, we get new information that comes out, I want to point it out from time to time, because like I said, this isn't the first time I've talked about it, but uh, well, let's see. Uh, let's not, let not, let's not be too eager to believe what our eyes or our radar or our flare cameras may see. If you know what I'm talking about here, we'll get back to the UFOs in a sec, but uh, yeah. anything else while we got you on the phone tonight? Um, no, just that, I mean, there is obviously real ball lightning stuff that people have seen you know, what they think were uh, some type of beings, you know. and But once again, see, when you start talking about this kind of stuff, there's just no telling, you know. I mean, I know, I, like, the thing, I, I did see, I experienced ball lightning, and it was crazy. And the way it moved and everything was it went right through pane glass window. It went through my chest. Like, I literally was hit with it and felt it. And the way it moved, it was... um real slow and then it sped up of its own. So it's really strange. And it went in an opposite direction of what you would expect. So, I mean, I think it's, I don't know. So there's real, there is that, you know, but I don't think it's ball of lightning up there with these, with, but I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It's hard <laughs> to say, but this whole thing is, but they are definitely using this plasma technology of their own, you know, harnessing it for some kind of purpose. Cause they have all kinds of documentation of it. Exactly. And also like energy gun, you know, lightning plasma guns. Exactly. Stuff. So, I mean, they're doing all kinds of stuff. It exists out there. It is scary. Definitely, definitely. Yep. Well, uh, I appreciate the call. As always, Max. Thank you. No, thank you. Great thank show. You. Uh, Talk thank to you, you later. Thank you. Great call. That's Jennifer from Missouri. Fantastic stuff as always. Now, this is the thing, right? We're talking about this weird stuff in the sky. Now, now I've I've mentioned uh, the voice of God. Let's look at this. Let's look at this, right? Now, this is from uh, I got an archive here. This is from a website called what is this? Defenseone.com, right? Defenseone.com. Now, uh, what does that sound like to you? What does that sound like to you? It sounds like a military website, does it not? Check this out. Now, the headline is this. The U.S. military is making lasers create voices out of thin air. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Let's read some of this. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 within three years, the Pentagon's non-lethal weapons lab hopes to have a direct energy weapon that can produce an effect like a haunted walkie-talkie or the biblical burning bush, right? The U.S. military's Joint Non-Lethal Weapons Program, or JNLWD, is inching closer to a weapon that alters atoms to literally create words from thin air. It's called the laser-induced plasma effect, and fingers crossed, they hope to be able to say intelligible words within the next three years. Oh, by the way, this article was written in March of 2018. All right? This, com this continues. The weapon is composed of two parts. First, a femtosecond laser. Where have we heard that before? Which shoots a burst of focused light for 10 to 15 seconds, just long enough to rip the electrons from air molecules and create a ball of plasma. Sometimes called the fourth state of matter, plasma is a field of electrified gas highly responsive to electromagnetic effects. The scientists then hit the plasma field with a second nano laser tuned to an extremely narrow range, range of wavelengths. They use to manipulate the plasma field in a way, uh, they use that to manipulate a plasma field in a way that can produce light and noise. Get the inter interaction precise enough and you can get something that sounds like a haunted walkie-talkie. Quote, we're this close to getting it to speak to us. I need three or four more kilohertz, says David Law, who runs JNLWD's technology division. Ultimately, he wants a single system that can produce multiple effects. Noise, light, 
even heat, to replace a wide variety of non-lethal weapons, and the military has been testing these. And uh, they have an exclusive video here, and I think the video's been taken down. I think I think that the craziest part about this is I keep searching for these plasma effects, and in many cases, they've been removed from YouTube. And uh, oddly enough, oddly enough, right, uh, this is what I'm saying, right? When we have like this media barrage of... UFOs, 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 and they show you pictures of these things and say, look, the FLIR cameras picked them up. We got them on radar signature. We got this. We got that. The other thing, we got eyewitness testimony. Once again, do you actually believe, after reading that, that's the voice of God technology, right? After hearing that information, would it surprise you at all that we have a technology that can actually fool the naked eye, a radar signature, and infrared? Remember, Lou Elizondo, check it out. I'm not lying. He said it in Unidentified. He said, we don't have systems that can fool multiple things, right? We, the, the spoofing we do is done for one thing at a time. We fool radar or we fool infrared or we fool the naked eye, whatever. We can't fool multiple systems at the same time, this man says. However, what is with this? This voice of God, plasma projection, voices, right? You tell me. So the thing is that, and this and all the rest of this is kind of my point with all of these things and why I'm very suspicious about some of the disclosure efforts that are happening, the official disclosure efforts, the Tom DeLong stuff. By the way, if you listen to what Tom DeLong says, he is all over the damn place. He can't make up his mind about anything. First, it's like the aliens are here. Next, they're not. Next, we're knocking them, knocking down these interdimensional aliens out of the sky with nuclear weapons. We've got crash retrieval. Then we don't. We've got terahertz that we can blast this ne- uh, actual uh, metamaterial that's supposed to lose mass and float. It doesn't have any proof of that. I mean, come on, right? Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming out of these that seem like it's, it seems closer and closer to like, this is a cartoon disclosure. Like these individuals are becoming caricatures of themselves, right? That's what it seems like to me. And it's like, okay, well, uh, let's, let's just get to the Scooby-Doo reveal and just pull the, pull the mask off of whoever the UFO is, right? Then of course, it's going to be Uncle Sam, right? It's going to be Uncle Sam. It, it, it just makes more sense to me that uh, it, it's, and again, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the aliens aren't here. I'm not saying UFOs don't exist, real UFOs. Clearly, I think they do. I just think that the information we're receiving is is basically tied into a knot to give us just a very thin version of UFO reality. And, uh, of course, they want to give us the version they control, which would be... Well, this plasma stuff, this plasma stuff. So anyway, the voice of God, right? That's what this is called. So let's go back to this original article real quick. And uh, as we come to the bottom of the hour here, man, time flies when you're having fun. All right. So here's the thing, right? So uh, again, remember, uh, femto, femto seconds, laser, femto second laser ap- applications coming from a Chinese paper back in 2010, right? Uh, here we go. One of the most interesting stories this in this field was the rumor which new scientist journalist Justin Mullins heard about a weapon, a, a, a bizarre new weapon supposedly being developed in the New Mexico desert back in the 1980s. It was called the voice of God. Here's the quote. Researchers working with high power laser weapons discovered that they could create a glowing ball of fire in the sky by crossing the beams of two powerful infrared lasers. The beams were invisible to the naked eye, but where they intersected, the electric field became so intense, they ripped apart. Molecules in the air creating a plasma. I've read this before, but I want to make sure everybody understands exactly where I'm heading with this. 
By moving the laser beams around the sky, the researchers found they could shift the plasma ball back and forth at a very high speed. All right. Uh, so what makes it stranger is that by pulsing the lasers, they could modulate the crackling sound produced by the plasma to carry coherent speech. In effect, a talking fireball. The idea was that the device would be used for uh, psychological operations with a seemingly divine voice commanding opponents to flee or surrender. Mullins never succeeded in finding out whether there was any truth behind the rumored experiments. Uh, talking to various scientists, he concluded that the voice of God would be possible in the lab, but very difficult to produce in the sky. All right. So there it is. There it is. Uh, there it is. What's up, Mark? Uh, is the government that smart or controlled to pull it off? Hell yes, they are. You kidding me? With a, with a, would you, would you uh, basically say this? Uh, so I hear the criticism. The government is a bumbling mess. Right. But would you put it against a, a department like DARPA? Right. Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, I believe, is what it stands for. DARPA. They're supposedly between 40 and 60 years ahead of the regular world technology wise. Would you put it against DARPA to be able to pull off something like this? I mean, we're talking about testing this in the 1980s, for crying out loud. We're talking about Project Palladium spoofing actual Soviet and Cuban jets to believe they saw UFOs on their radar back in the 60s. So if this was happening then, and we're talking about this stuff, what in the hell, right? I would not put it past them. I think they can do this stuff, and I think they are doing this stuff. And I think that's part of what we're uh, talking about tonight. So as usual, right, I usually don't uh, get all fired up and wave my arms and soapbox a little bit. But it does piss me off, to be perfectly honest, that the media isn't covering all the aspects of UFOs. And this is one of them. If we aren't talking about the possibility of a plasma ball in the sky that can be the voice of God in a burning bush, do you think they could really shrug and fake a UFO? Hell yes, they could. Hell yes, they could. That's what I'm talking about tonight. We're talking about fake UFOs. We're talking about government disclosure that may not be disclosure at all and how this affects you. Yeah, you'll enjoy the conversation. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I am your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we are taking your phone calls. You want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org is the official website. You can click the Discord link and join us there and also be on the show. Also, chat goes on there 24 hours a day. Smart people having intelligent conversations about all kinds of weird stuff. If you haven't joined the Discord, please do. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Let's get going. Let's talk about fake UFOs. So as you know, if you followed me for any amount of time, uh, I am uh, high on this idea, meaning that uh, I think this is uh, likely. I think that uh, taking two IR lasers, infrared lasers, and crossing them to tear apart the molecules and create a pl ball of plasma 
is likely is sort of what we're seeing with, with this Tic Tac effect, uh, meaning the, uh, you know, the disclosure effort that's coming through. And like I said, it's, it's, uh, isn't it suspicious, right? Not just in the fact that we get this Ryan Graves guy who's a fighter pilot that was on the eastern seaboard in the Atlantic. He was saying that uh, he saw a UFO every single day for a couple years, right? So if that's the case and the UFO report, the UAP report that just came out only had, you know, 140 incidents since 2004, the math doesn't add up, right? So what's going on? They're, they're, I think they're limit, uh, limiting what they're telling us about these things intentionally, right? They're holding data back intentionally and trying to give us this, this half-ass effort, so to speak, of, oh, well, by the way, here's some data. Here's some figures, right? Notice we didn't get any new video. We didn't get any radar signature stuff. We didn't get any kind of anything other than some crappy report where they're like, well, we don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. And it's gonna it's gonna produce some FOIA work. I know John Greenwald Jr. is already on the case there. But anyway, let's go. Uh, let's continue with this. And we're talking about fake UFOs tonight. And uh, if you want to be part of the show, you know you know what to do. Troubledwines.org. Phone numbers on top. We've got a call. Let's go to. Uh, I'm not sure who this is. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's uh, Derek from Mass. Nice Derek, partner. what's up, man? You, you, do you have like five phone numbers? <laughs> I can never track you down. Uh, yeah, this is my uh, cell phone because my um my like my cell doesn't work at home. Like, okay, I'm okay. in this weird prison where I only have service when I'm inside the the, the uh, supermarket. Okay, and then when that- I'm home and I'm free to call on the shows. I'm I'm like a magnetic anomaly, and I have zero service at all. Gotcha. So, so you, you yeah, are that, you are a vortex. I got it. I got it. Okay. Just just making sure. <laughs> I just want to be able to say, Derek from Massachusetts, you're on troubled minds, and I can't because your phone number always changes, so I don't know what you. Anyway, go right ahead. <laughs> Sorry, brother. It's cool. It's cool. What do you think about this stuff? Uh, great show. Really, really cool topic. Um, uh, Nick Redfern wrote a book, um, kind of like related to this a little bit, like list this year or, or last year or whatever. Um, uh, he was like touring it, um, uh, this year, but, um, he's talking about Rendlesham Forest. Um, if you hear any background music, I'm in the store and I can't really control it. And it seems kind of loud right now. You're good. Actually. But, uh, You're good. Yeah. So Nick Redfern, all right. Um, Nick Redfern, he believes, I guess, or he like got some sources together. Apparently, um, at Rendlesham in England, which is like their Roswell, which is like maybe in the top three biggest UFO incidents of all of all time, pretty much. Um, he believes that that was a case of like MK Ultra, and I'll post a link as soon as I get out of the phone here. But um, the military, like Rendlesham, uh, has like a military base that's half American and half uh, English at the time. So he believes that it was a giant MK Ultra experiment, um, which was confirmed taking place in Port and Down. Uh, in England, which is like very, very, very close to Rendlesham. Um, I'll post like, and it's a, it's a confirmed, uh, uh, LSD dosing, the military type thing. So he believes that it was that combined with, um, the weapon, the weaponization of ball lighting. Um, let me read that real quick. One second. Uh, this is from his book. Um, the answer to what really happened at Rendlesham Forest may well be in its origins in a secret program that would focus on uh, what is called ball lightning. As its name suggests, it is a re- very rare form of lightning that manifests in the form of a brightly lit globe, and it can retain a shape, um, not, just a, uh, not just for seconds, but for minutes. The U.S. government started to investigate ball lightning in the latter part of the 1940s. The primary reason was to see if it could be, if it could be weaponized. Um, the program fell under the auspices of Project Grudge, which was one of the American Air Force's earliest UFO study programs. So... That's the 80s, which was the exact same time you're talking about as far as, like, when they could be testing this stuff out and stuff. So, I don't know. Like, whenever I hear some kind of, like, when they're messing with our minds and they're messing with, like, what we see as a reality, 
Like that's what MK Ultra is. Like it gets very like roped in with the with the like Stranger Things aspect of it. But one of the most important parts is, it, is the distortion of reality to the person who's being experimented on. You cannot trust what's going on, and it also like has this weird entity contact type um, type aspect to it. Like when you're in that state like seeing what you believe is be like what is a fake UFO or a fake entity it somehow actually like calls on these real uh, ultra terrestrials or whatever and I'll give Chris Knowles the credit for the term uh, MK ultra terrestrial but that sounds like what you're talking about with these plasma things it's like they literally said the word ultra multiple times and uh this is going to get really weird but like what you were just talking about as far as like um removing particle uh, removing electrons from a plasma particle or plasma molecule, that sounds like what the atom bomb, like what the, what they're doing with like nuclear warfare, like with the atom bomb, is they're separating atom, they're separating atoms, splitting atoms, taking electrons off of atoms, and it causes this like energy surge, which in the occult world, many many people believe it opens opens portals and calls things in. You know what I mean? So is, are are they doing some type of weird mini? Um, atomic bomb detonations in the upper atmosphere within this small band of electromagnetic frequency, like to create these plasma like vessels to house these entities and give them literal voices. They can start talking to us now and stuff like, yeah, I don't know. The possibilities are <laughs> yeah, even, yeah. even still just like a blue beam type scenario of just like faking something in the sky is in and of itself, like an MK ultra type thing, mass psychological um, testing basically. And they're doing that with ball lightning, and, and like that's tied to Rendlesham. So that's a combination of drugs tested on the military, confirmed like 10 miles away from Rendlesham, and experimentations with ball lightning at the same time, like makes them believe that they're seeing entities. And, and I believe like at Rendlesham, they take the radar too at the time. Um, so that ties into that too. Yeah, interesting. I'd never heard of it in terms of Rendlesham Forest. Uh, and notably, there's actually uh, somebody that was there in, in uh, I believe it was 1980 in Rendlesham that was stationed at one of those places. I just saw her on Twitter. She's starting to do yeah. interviews. So maybe at some point we can get her on and talk oh, about wow. that. Yeah, pretty cool stuff, like an actual eyewitness that was there when it happened. Um, but so so I don't know. Oh, like, wow, yeah. Yeah, that'd be amazing. But in terms of uh, like like yeah. like radar spoofing and this this plasma in the sky, I, I think UFOs are just the beginning. Like, think of it this way, right? If if like you're describing, yeah, if they sure. can change our reality, meaning they can show us whatever the hell they want us to see whenever whenever they want us to see it, uh, UFOs is literally the first step to who knows what's next. And so, exactly, as, as, yeah, like like maybe like you like you're suggesting maybe portal magic. You've said this before. Some other things like this well they could make you see a point yeah that's right? like they can make you see yeah. one even if it's not there i mean there's, there's a ton of weird stuff going sure, on with this. Sure. go ahead go ahead that's like that's basically what that's been my uh sorry there's like a one second delay um but that's that's been my like my fingers crossed apocalypse like during this whole pandemic is that they're going to do some kind of uh like to tie into like uh, jennifer and uh and daryl's call um like with the with the like I think I mentioned before, but the ending of Watchmen, which is like eerily synchronistic, is that the smartest man in the world, like the tippity top of the elites during the Cold War, believes that the world would be better off if they think interdimensional aliens exist. So he fakes a portal opening over New York City, which is where Dale said, said this thing's going on. A giant portal opens and drops this uh, interdimensional giant squid 
like and blows up a couple of like uh, skyscrapers in New York City and kills three million people, <laughs> and then and then the people who weren't affected like by the actual crash, there was this loud tone or frequency that like radiated all throughout New York City and people's heads exploded if they were in range of it. So that's like the tone and the giant kaiju weirdness. So all it would take is like directed energy weapons blowing up a building, making people see some giant squid falling down, like down as this big Avenger style portal opens in the middle of the sky. And that's aerial phenomena. That's not a flying object. So that explains the name change. Exactly. That's what I said back, back in 2019 when I, when I was discussing this the first time I was like, notice they changed the name from unidentified flying object to unidentified aerial phenomena, meaning that they aren't exactly. physical objects yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You're, you're run with it, sir. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's, that's exactly right. Um, uh, kind of, I'm like at work, so I'm kind of rambling, losing my uh, train of thought. But that's okay. Really great stuff and really uh, great callers. Um, I have one more thing. Uh, that's fine. If I remember it, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll text you back. But really great stuff, Mike. Okay. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. Derek from Massachusetts. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Have a great night. There you go. Good stuff. That's the Night Stalker. If you guys, are, again, smart people, look at all the smart people calling to this show. If you want to be part of that and uh, part of conversations that go on with these folks all the time, join the discords and uh, you'll see there's a lot of good people in there sharing information. Like I said, the only rule I have is uh, with the discord and just get along with people. Don't, don't, don't get too hung up on telling people they're wrong. Just listen to what they think and tell them what you think. And that's the way conversation is supposed to happen. Uh, you know, we're not, uh, we're not trying to tell everybody they're wrong here. We're just trying to throw ideas out and get to the bottom of whatever's really going on. So, uh, Tonight, we're talking about fake UFOs. We're talking about radar uh, spoofing uh, that may have become plasma in the sky that may have turned into these Tic Tacs and turned into this, uh, what would you call it, uh, this, uh, this actual um, uh, disclosure, this disclosure effort. So, so I don't know. I, I don't have the answers here. I have some theories. I have some hunches. And I don't have any inside sources. I'm going off information I find in the media. And notably, the thing that I like the most about the theory is that the media doesn't touch it. Right. And I think that says a lot about if you're on the right track, if the media is not touching it, you're probably kind of closer than they are because they're spinning a yarn. Right. They're, they're making a tale to make us believe uh, some some other BS that may or may not be true. So there you go. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037 at 702-957-1037. And let's go to Axel on Discord. So I met Axel on Twitter. What's up, Axel? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mike. How's it going? I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, I'm all right. Sorry if you hear a little bit of traffic noise. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Well, Go right ahead. What do you think no, about no. this uh, radar spoofing stuff? Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it sounds about right to me. I mean, I think I was always sort of on the it's probably something we're doing kind of side of things. And, you know, this makes sense. It explains some of the features of the UFOs. You know, they were saying they don't have obvious lift surfaces. They don't move with the wind and they can move really fast. But of course, you know, they're not really moving at all any more than like an image on your TV screen is moving around. Which can go at the speed of light, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or basically, right? Like it can go as fast as you want to make it go. So when, when you're talking about, uh, you know, breaking the, the, the sound barrier and sonic booms like we were talking about last night a little bit, it, it means nothing because this is, this is not a physical object. It's a, a aerial phenomena, which is exactly what they're calling them now, which uh, synchronicity. <laughs> I think not. I think not. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a projection. So, you know, it's, it's you're just move where you're sending the projection to for, you ch- move where your emitters are shooting the laser beams or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. 
So, and, and again, right, so this has been, uh, you know, said to exist for a very long time. If you go back, like I said, Project Palladium, let's go to 1960, and there's, they were doing this to Soviet and Cuban aircraft. And I've got an article on that. I'll pull it up and I'll link it real quick so you guys don't see that I'm fibbing here. But, uh, you know, these, like, it, literally, if they were doing it then, what the hell are they doing now? You know it's got to be next level, right? It's got to be insane stuff. Well, I mean, you know, ball lightning is a real phenomenon, but it's very rare. But, you know, if you figured out a way to do it artificially, which I guess is probably possible, then, you know, maybe all these little glowing orb UFOs are in the United States, at least, have always been these sort of projects. I mean, my guess is that's why they all happen over military bases or near them is because, you know, you have a lot less power constraints if you've got some sort of ground-based installation to try and project these things with. Exactly. So, so uh, notably, uh, in, the, in the UAP report that just came out, they said they had a collection bias in that they were seeing most of these things around military bases and military training exercises. Hmm. Is that a collection bias or is that, well, this is where we can project them from the base, <laughs> right? That yeah. type of thing. This is where they, this is where they, uh, this is where they live, so to speak. Right. Exactly. The, um, the home of the UFOs. Yeah, it, it kind of doesn't make sense. What about like the the larger implications? Did you hear the voice of God stuff and some of that? Oh, I don't. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, can you give me a ten second version of it? <laughs> yeah. So they're saying that not only are they able to uh, create these plasma uh, a- apparitions at will and in different shapes, however they want them to look, they're also able to make them uh, s- make sounds. And so they said that uh, three years ago they were about three years away in 2018 of making these things have a human voice. So. <laughs> the burning bush, my man, the burning bush and some really scary implications for uh, different I mean, parts of the world. It has to be some different technology, but it's not like sound projection technologies, some poorly understood thing. So, I mean, I'm perfectly willing to believe they can do it. Um, I guess I don't know what the I don't know how useful that would be. But I mean, it probably is going to sound like someone's talking to you from a speaker or whatever. Um but uh, I, guess, I guess what I wanted to say is that, like, you, you sort of see this kind of thing a lot. I, I, sort of, I sort of call them screen stories, kind of like screen memories, where you, you have a more salacious claim. Maybe these are aliens covering up a more limited claim. Oh, this is just our next generation missile spoofing idea. Yeah, it, well, exactly. And so it, it's and then the media pivots with everything they're told, which would mean that all these operatives are just fibbing. They're fibbing on behalf of the military and trying to get everybody to believe the little green men are here. And again, they're showing us a very thin slice of the data to say, oh, by the way, here's the evidence. And th- there's supposed to be an unbelievable amount of evidence, and we haven't seen hardly any of it. It's suspicious. There's some plot holes. There's definitely some plot holes in this. Uh-huh. I mean, that's always, been, that's always been one of the rumors about alien abduction stuff is that it's a cover for government experimentation with, uh, like, implants and stuff like that. Have, I'll, this will be quick, but have you ever heard about the Betty and Barney Hill case? Yes, definitely. Talked about it several times. Right. right. So, so, the claim, so she gets abducted, and they, they stick a needle uh, to, to extract amniotic fluid from her. And, um, you know, she talks about this. And the abductions in 1961. So the procedure to do that was invented in 1957, I think. But it wasn't presented to the medical community in general until the late 60s. So it was like at the very cutting edge of what you could do. And, of course, when we developed ultrasound, 
And it really would be weird if the aliens are like, okay, we know about a procedure that's been invented, but is very advanced right now. And then in 20 years, you guys are going to get rid of it because you don't need it anymore. But that's just where we are technologically, right? Like, it really does seem like that's an example of that had to be us doing it. Yeah, well, it's, it, it, does, it does seem like a plausible explanation, right? Is that uh, if, if you can experiment on people and then say it was the aliens, well, you gotta, you got to get out of jail free card forever, don't you? <laughs> and then, yeah. not only that, then if you can actually push that narrative, uh, it becomes something else entirely. <laughs> Ten get out of jail free cards. <laughs> well, oh, it makes the, makes the victim sound ridiculous and difficult to believe. And, you know, it's, it's a standard thing. But I don't, I, I think that this comes up in a, not to say every single thing is every single thing is an op or disinfo, but I think this does come up a lot in, you know, we've talked about before. QAnon is a cover for Epstein, that kind of stuff. So yeah, plasma drones are, I mean, UFOs are a cover for plasma drones because UFOs are sexier and uh, you know, fundamentally that conversation. Assuming the assuming the military is like none of these things are UFOs that conversation can't go anywhere if you know what I mean? Cause if, if there aren't any, then any, any attempt to talk about them is wasting your time. Not saying that's true, but you know, that would be maybe what their perspective is. Yeah. Well, and, and then even so if, if the, let's say UFOs and little green men are here, uh, doing something like this just washes all of that out in, in, in a bunch of the BS they want us to be talking about anyway. So it's, it's, you know, like, like again, I believe their, their UFOs are real. It's just, a. Uh, we're not being told the specific ones they don't know about. We're being told the ones they do know. And I think it's this plasma stuff. And again, I take a bunch of heat for this because people are like, nah, the UFOs, ah, right? And I get all mad about it. But I'm telling you, like, don't trust the government. And this is this reeks of a huge, a huge op, uh, just uh, kind of perpetrating on the American people and the people of the world, which kind of sucks. <laughs> what can you I, do? I think I think we I think we, I think we all should have gotten suspicious when, all the people telling us about them had like worked for the military for 20 years. Yeah. Right. Right. I think there's something to that. And, and again, like I said, I, I don't like calling people liars like that, but don't forget they could be uh, directly giving, given misleading information to, to, you know, and be kind of an unwitting liar. You know what I'm saying? So that exists too. It's not, it's not like, well, they're all liars. You know, I, I don't think that, right. you know, like people are out there just trying to be dishonest to us. I think that the information that they're spreading may have been manipulated with before they got it. And I think that's probably what we're looking at in many cases, oh. not all cases, but many cases. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be saying about that any of them either. I, I don't know any of the, any of the actors well enough to really have a good idea of, if they think they're telling the truth or even if they are telling the truth. But um, no, I, I think this is, I think this is a pretty plausible explanation. I, I, I know I said this when I called in months ago, but it always was suspicious to me that it, it does seem that if you're seeing a bunch of UFOs over American military bases, the most obvious explanation is that they're American military things. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, but but we're, it's called a collection bias instead. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. We only, we only see them around military bases and during military ops. Weird, don't you think? Totally weird. We're out of time, I mean, my friend. We're out of time. So maybe, oh, sorry. That's right. That's maybe right. a minute left. Minute left. You're good. About a minute. Go ahead. Okay. I just, I just say, if I was going to give them a little bit of credit, I mean, it'd be true in the sense that this is a military program, so they're collecting reports from military people. But I think it's just that it's mostly, I mean, other people see these orbs and stuff too, but the military probably, those reports probably aren't going to the Department of Defense anymore. Uh, thanks, Mike, for having me on. I will talk to you later.
Pleasure is mine, sir. Thanks for calling. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. That's right. a- Axel Steele. Uh, I met him on Twitter. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Axel Steele, just like it sounds. A X L E S T E E L E. And he's a good dude. He uh, he's gonna he's gonna be doing our Dungeons and Dragons game come Sunday as well. So if you guys are into role playing games, he's the dungeon master, and uh, we're looking for a, another volunteer. Maybe who wants to be on the, who wants to be uh, do some role playing games with us. Anyway, uh, so so uh, great call there, Axel. I appreciate it, and I, I think this is where we're at, right? At the end of this, as we kind of boil it down, Project Palladium is this real fast. Uh, I'm going to link this up, uh, and you guys can see it on this screen here. Uh, now, this is crazy. This is crazy. Think about this. This is uh, Project Palladium was a CIA-NSA combined project designed to collect military intelligence data from Soviet aircraft, naval vessels, radar, and missile technology. The technology in, uh, involved uh, allowed the CIA to create ghost aircraft that the Soviets would pick up on their radar. The electronic trickery could create phantom objects of any shape or size flying at any speed or altitude. Does that sound familiar to you? Sound familiar to anybody? Yeah, right? The NSA, meanwhile, were responsible for monitoring the way in which Soviets received and reacted with these spoof signals. Palladium was intended for use in conjunction with the Oxcart, the uh, designated replacement for the U-2, and the forerunner to the SR-71 Blackbird. Right here. It's all right here. And this is what I'm saying. So I'm not, I'm not describing what we're seeing today as Project Palladium. All right? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that 60 years later, after Project Palladium, there's got to be next-level stuff. And that is what I'm describing here. So uh, as, we, uh, as we finish this up, I don't know. I think, uh, I think our reality is still uh, as, as, as uh, wishy-washy as ever. And uh, the post-truth world is what it is. So, uh, yeah, there we go. As we finish this up, what time is it? I think we're out of time. Out of time, out of time. All right, here's the deal. going to smash some outro music because, hell yeah, why not? This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. If you love these type of conversations, we do it all. We talk about the paranormal. We talk about propaganda. We talk about aliens. We talk about plasma spoofing radar. All of this stuff, if you love it, please, please, please spread the word. We go Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fringe, DLive, YouTube, and Facebook, which means we'll be back tomorrow for more. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Luke Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on Facebook, DLive, YouTube, or the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. And at the end, be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. Two minutes? I don't keep a timer. We'll call it close enough. What do you say? All right, let's do it. Let's get back to this. Now, now this is, uh, again, right, this is one of the things that uh, has got me fired up and passionate about the 
this this uh, this disclosure effort, right? This whole this new this new uh, you know Tom DeLonge and this whole bit. So it, you know, if you find me triggered about some of this stuff, right, and you wonder, wow, why is Michael Strange getting all all amped up about this? I think it's because that uh, the coverage has been not complete by the media. I think it's been uh, basically uh, uh, well. Uh, it's been babied, right? It's been the information. Uh, they they haven't been allowed to uh, to really have interviews when they first started with uh, with the whole Tom DeLonge bit, the To the Stars Academy. This disclosure project, he made a ton of claims about uh, terahertz technology being able to blast these metamaterials with terahertz, so they lose mass and then they float, right? And so clearly, if they have the metamaterial, which they did, they bought from Linda Moulton Howe for thirty thousand dollars. By the way, they did. They had this. They had this. Uh, this meta material that supposedly came from the Roswell crash, and somehow they weren't able to replicate. I mean, look. If if I was able to say, look, if I'm going to blast terahertz, whatever radiation or whatever the hell it is, onto this thing and make it float, you think that's not going up on YouTube tomorrow? I'm going to be like, dude, I created the first hoverboard. Are you shitting me? Come on. Now, they didn't do any of that, right? Then they got this, this meta material, and they had this partnership with the, the Army, the CRADA, they called it, C-R-A-D-A. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of shit here that just doesn't make sense. It does not add up. Plot holes on top of plot holes, and it seems like the narrative has been babied. The narrative has been kind of slow-rolled. Uh, I don't think because it's too fast that we we're going to be incredulous, right? I mean, we talk about the the possible existence of extraterrestrials for crying out loud, right? We talk about possibly the archons ruling the world type shit, right? Like, I, I don't think we're in any danger of us freaking out, right? Like, like literally just losing our shit if we find out UFOs are flying around the sky. Go out and look up. You know, I've seen some. You've probably seen some. That's probably why you're here. So, so I don't know, like this is the type of stuff that really kind of irritates me. Uh, and this is why I get fired up and why I've been so passionate about this is because it seems to me like we're being lied to again, again, again. And, uh, that I don't like, I don't like, I don't like it. I don't like taxing me excessively and then using those funds to lie back at me. I don't like it. Uh, even if it's for my own good, you think I don't like it. Anyway, I digress. And what, the second I get onto taxes, I'm starting my cheeks start to get red. It's all bad. What's up, guys? All right. So uh, we're uh, we're still taking your calls. Like I said, uh, I got some more information to get through, but I'm not going to struggle all the way through a third hour without you. You want to be part of the show? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's the uh, official phone number. The official website is troubledminds.org and uh, click the Discord link. Get in here and you can be on the show with Discord. That last call, Axel, actually uh, was on the show with Discord. So easy as that. You just uh, jump in the caller queue once you join and uh, we'll put you on the show. And Discord is a much better technology, by the way, than old school telephones and uh, good stuff. Good stuff. What's up? Uh, we got, uh, let's continue. Let's continue, shall we? So this voice of God stuff. Now, now remember, so we're talking about uh, these plasma balls, right? These plasma, plasma spoofs, spoofing technology and the rest of this. I got tons of links here. But again, back to Project Palladium, right? And don't get me wrong. I understand Project Palladium was from 1960s, all right? Late 50s, early 60s. It's not the same technology anymore. But just like Project Blue Book is not a tip. Palladium is not ever whatever the hell is going on now, whatever they're calling it. You see two very different things. And so it is the same, like in the same vein of government uh, technology from one end to the next, but it's definitely not the same. They change the names of these programs for a number of reasons, uh, specifically because they can't, uh, right. They're trying to dodge FOIAs and all the rest of this crap. So just, just FYI, that's what's going on. But just real quick, 
Again, Project Palladium was a CIA-NSA combined project designed to collect military intelligence data from Soviet aircraft, naval vessels, radar, and missile technology. The technology involved allowed CIA to create the ghost aircraft that the Soviets would pick up on their radar. This electronic trickery could include phantom objects or any shape or size flying at any speed or altitude. The NSA, meanwhile, were responsible for monitoring the way in which the Soviets received and reacted to these spoof signals. Palladium was intended for use in conjunction with the Oxcart, which of course became the SR-71 Blackbird. Palladium would emit the false signals to confuse enemy radar, whilst stealth technology would reduce the Oxcart's radar signature to a small blip. The end result being a very confused enemy during spy plane missions. All right, and that's just clearly if you can if you can fool enemy radars. Clearly, clearly, that's just one example. I mean, you, there's there's a ton of different military uses you could actually use with this stuff. So, so when you see me and I'm very, very, very animated about uh, this disclosure stuff you see on TV about Lou Elizondo, like I said, I don't like calling them liars, but I I'm not I I'm not convinced they're telling us the full truth. And it's sometimes it's because I think they're being used. I think that they don't even know, not about Lou in particular. I don't, I'm not so sure about him entirely, because if he came from the inside, really worked for ATIP, then he knows a lot more than he's letting on. And if he does and he thinks they're really ETs, we got a whole other problem on our hands, right? Which is what they're trying to get us to think about. So if they're trying to get us to think about that, is that really happening or are they covering something up? It's got to be one of the two, right? Or somewhere in between. I don't know. Anyway, so as we uh, as we keep keep trucking here, uh, appreciate it, guys. I see some new folks out there. What's up, Jay Winch on D Live? Love the show. First time catching off to bed. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we go Monday through Thursday, seven p.m. Pacific, man, or 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 woman, or somewhere, wh- whoever you want to be. We're gonna, just going to call you uh, Jay Winch. What's up, Jay Winch? Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. How about that? Seven p.m. Pacific. We'll have Ash, our co-host, on, and that's when we get really freaking weird. Okay, so anyway, uh, this is uh, this is what we're talking about tonight. This weird radar spoofing stuff that was Palladium in the '60s and is now what? What is the name of this thing? As yet to be determined, we're calling it disclosure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, what's up, Kelly? I see you there in the uh, in the Discord. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the show. How are you? Test one, two. Test, uh, test uh, one, two. Whenever you're ready, man. Hop on whenever. I'm going to keep on trucking with this. There you go. There you go. Hello. 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 What's hey, up, Kelly? How's it going? Kelly from Colorado. I'm doing great, man. How are you? Good, good. I right call on. up and uh, get uh, things on this uh, this uh, show tonight. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. As you know, uh, you've been listening to us since the very beginning, so you know that this is kind of a backtrack in some cases, but it's also not, because I don't think we've ever talked about the voice of God as a, as a representation of this. So, so there's, a, there's new information, new information and new articles, so it uh, spawns the conversation back up again. But, but anyway, what, what do you think? What do you think about this, uh, all this crazy business with regard to disclosure and that project? Um, I, uh, again, uh, before we had talked about that, but I have never heard about the, the voice of God thing. And when you were talking about that, it, it almost kind of, um, it shoots me back to, um, um, how they would, you know, uh, a way they could send that out. And for me, that would be harp because harp uses that type of technology where, you know, you could send, because in the sixties, they were trying to send, uh, like voice through a uh, like almost like a, an amplifier, right? And there's been they did tests on it, which kind of makes it look like 
waves going through you know they in a small lab they showed like a like it was a a wave going through clouds you know what i mean because that's the, the only way they can example that you could be able to see it and it's a, almost kind of like the prime example of what, how they're using move harp around anyway there was a situation there where they had you know some somebody came up with the conclusion that's what they're using that's how i believe you know they could actually harp is actually a um is a device that they could use to for communication, which would be verbal or, you know, it could be, you know, nonverbal, which would be like computerized, you know, it could be on a computer screen or something. But, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that'd be one way I would say that we could, uh, you know, project the sounds or something like that besides that, that uh, other patent you were talking about. But uh, as for um, Project Bluebeam, I believe that's uh, actually what they've been doing. And, you know, just like you were talking earlier about the time frames on it, I'll give you some patents that I've, uh, we talked about before was, uh, it's called, uh, the first one they did was called uh, um, the Sky Projector. And it was U.S. patent 2833477 alpha which, or, or A, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm military. Alphabets that way, but. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah, it, it was per, uh, superseded by uh, US 3762083A for Alpha, pre-military personnel out there. And it was uh, it was made by a man by T, uh, T. Lemons and C. Neiman. And it was uh, the co-insignia, the co which was pretty interesting, is a Metropolitan Life Insurance Company. It was filed in 1972, and it was granted in 1973. The world applications were uh, granted in 1972. Um, when they were first using these, they didn't have, they didn't, have, you know, there was no things of like, you know, trying to project a UFO or anything like that. But they, you know, they, you know, have, obviously they, you know, use that later on, you know, with the uh, Russians and whatnot. But uh, when they first came out that they wanted to do a, um, like a second coming to Christ or something like a but biblical or something you know like the voice of god or whatever they wanted to do but now obviously they're you know going to use the voice application but before and i the the video i posted you know i actually posted in discord youtube and facebook but there was one i, I say that is a prime example it's full effect of uh, blue beam which is they shot a um somebody filmed it was a over a town in, in africa and it was a um it was an image was at first it was like a bright image, right? It was like a sun. Look, it was really bright, and then out of the sun, it looked like it was coming a, a an image of the Virgin Mary, and that would be exactly the application of what we're talking about tonight on the on the show by doing that. Uh, there's another uh, which interesting was another one. It was a uh, another patent which is US four seven seven six 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 A. And it's called a projector for projecting a, a fixed star. So that's what it was pretty interesting to me. But, you know, that's what it looked like to me, which was, you know, a sun or a star. And it was really bright. The inventor for that one was uh, Jihab or Jihard Huen and Klaus Dieter Scarf, uh, Jurgen Pewitz and Ludwig Meyer. It was filed in 1986, granted in 1988. And the world application was, uh, I think, in 19, was either in 87 or 86. 
but yeah, there was also and for your Palladium, your Project Palladium, they were using these things also too. It's called the particle beam descriptors, and it was actually kind of like the same thing as the sky projector, but they were using lasers then. And you know, it's it's the exact same thing like you were talking about using two lasers, to, you know, you know, intersecting them and, and creating an image of whatever they want. So it's pretty interesting that you know. But, and the government, yeah, they've been doing this, you know, people say that, you know, the government, you know, it's, yes, it, and it's all its faults. The military application for all these devices is something that, you know, they're, that they use for, you know, for their um, purpose, you know, to, to get an upper hand on other people or other things, you know, the enemy, you know, saying that, you know, put it over, like, say, the, you know, Middle East, say, you know, they showed a shooting image of, uh, you know, their God, whatever, who it was, I can't remember his name now, but, Mohammed, you know, Allah, he, whatever, yeah. Allah or Christian, or Christian, you know, Christian with their Jesus, or, you know, whatever, but, you know, if, because those are the two warring ones, it seems like they have always seen clashing, you know, since, you know, Middle Ages. So, you know, you project that and, you know, try to force these, you know, the, the enemy, you know, if if you show that in the thing, of course you're gonna get riled up. You know, what I mean, you know, if they show Allah, whatever, in the sky or whatever, or whatever, you know. Hell yeah. That they eat. Hey, let me you know, let, let me interrupt you real quick. Let me ask you, Kelly. So you and me, we are not religious types, but if you saw yeah. Jesus in the sky talking some scripture and some fucking end of time shit, would wouldn't you like smack yourself in the face a couple times just to make sure you weren't dreaming? I sure as hell would. <laughs> Um, no, I'd probably think that would be blue bean, uh, more or less, you know what I mean? Because I, the whole thing, uh, well, that's the whole different story, but the whole thing for me, you know, and the whole Jesus thing too is, you know, that's portrayed and that's actually, that motif has been, you know, it's always, it's been proven to be, you know, years on down the road. But yes, if you see something like that in an image. But let's say they do an alien invasion. My thing was to this, is that if they do an alien invasion, how would they, I mean, to project that, I see that, okay? You could see a UFO or, you know, an orb type thing. But how would you say that was, you know, like an invasion? You would think that, you know, to me an invasion is you have bombs going off or some kind of lasers or some kind of weaponry that they have, destroying shit, you know what I mean? Or landing down and you have ground forces. I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand where they're trying to say that it's, you know, like, I don't get that part where they're saying that it's going to be, you know, an alien invasion, a fake alien invasion, unless they have those things like you're talking about that they can project plasma and use that somewhat as a weapon as well. That would be interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's how it started. It actually started as a weapon application, and then they were able to not only make it so you could touch it, you could physically touch it, or like uh, Jennifer was describing, I believe, they, it actually could move through you depending on the frequency they were projecting with these lasers. So, like, a, as you know, right, like some fire is, a little fire is not so hot, a big fire is super hot, and you're right, they, they're able to control that based on the, the wattage or whatever it is of the, the lasers as they intersect, right? I'm not a scientist, so I don't know the exacts, but that's how I understand it, that 
they're able to maybe make this thing touch you and not burn you, but you feel it, right? You actually feel maybe it's a warm pulsing sort of thing and, uh, you know, could actually like bump you or knock you over type of stuff. Or they can make it so blazing hot it just incinerates you as it flies by. I think that's that's what it was initially created for. It was a weapon of sorts. And then they started to realize that, hold on, by manipulating it properly, you could make it appear to be anything. And then also, as, as we, can, we, we learned tonight... It, it could also talk. <laughs> they could make this damn ball of light speak to you. I mean, that's just getting more weird, right? More and more weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that application right there almost kind of, you know, that by hearing that, you know, listening to that almost makes me go into what Tesla was talking about when he, he had a patent that he said he destroyed, which was actually, they called it the, uh, God, what was it? A, uh, uh, something of a beam or something. Uh, uh, I don't know, whatever it was, he could. He said he could take out, like, whole fleets of aircraft in the air, like, 40 miles away. Or he could take out armies like that by just using a beam. You know, it was a beam that he used, he says. But, you know, that's what they, he wanted to death use. Ray. instead of death ray, right? Yeah, I believe it was a death ray, he called it. But yeah. the application was is when they were, you know, they were talking about destroying mass armies at the time. And instead, of, they went with the atom bomb, I believe. You know, they hit those type of applications instead. But so he knew the application of that, the death ray that he could, you know, it was the destruction of it. So he just he the claim was he destroyed it. But who knows with all the paperwork that was missing. So, you know, a lot of that stuff, electromagnetic that they're using electromagnet, you know, and turn it into a, you know, lasers and then turn it into a plasma is almost like his, it sounds almost just like his shit, too. If you listen to it, you know what I mean? It's all, anything that's using through electricity, I believe, you know, they, they advance, you know, that they've happened after he passed away, you know. They might be secret, but they claim to have secret. But, man, there's a, a lot of his applications that you could just listen to it and you know it's, it's, it's Tesla stuff. Yeah, it seems like. Uh, and so, actually, did you see that? Uh, like I said, I, I think I brought it up last time you called it. Have you caught up to Skinwalker Ranch yet? Speaking of Tesla and the, the, the dirt and all that stuff? I have, I've been busy even this whole 4th of July. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's not a test, bro. <laughs> you no, fail. You get no, an F, Kelly. You know <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That stuff, so you know, it's okay. It's okay. No, I have not got a chance to look at that yet, but I will. That's okay. That's okay. All right. So, just curious because if if you did it, it very much ties into exactly what you're saying there with the 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 Tesla uh, being able to kind of send energy uh, around the world in that free energy aspect. They were kind of discussing it uh, because they have some soil uh, at Skinwalker Ranch that seems to be extra con- conductive to uh, to electricity. So, anyway, just FYI. Okay. So so uh, w- as as we continue then, so we got the voice of God technology we've got this plasma spoofing we've got again changing the name from ufo unidentified flying object to unidentified aerial phenomena meaning that they're not even like physical anymore but then kind of as a cover it almost seems like we have the the uh, the the uh dimensional hypothesis right string theory now 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 not again not that i don't believe that stuff clearly it's uh it's it's of a sort it's scientific it's worth considering and discussing or else I wouldn't talk about it. Quantum entanglement, all kinds of really, really interesting things, right? The, the, uh, the observer effect, the double slit experiment, all kinds of like particle wave duality, an unbelievable amount of like holy shit stuff in this world we live in, right? But just saying alien, it, well, it's not China, it's not Russia, it's not ours. 
isn't that saying it's aliens? <laughs> I mean, right? Like, isn't it kind of? I mean. Yeah, man. I mean, what else can it be? You know, they're telling you that it's not, um, what's the word? It's a, What's a better word? But I would just say it's not of this earth, you know. They're obviously beating around the bush saying that, you know. And it, to me, that's, you know, if I if I read into that, you know, I'm, that's what it's telling me. You know, I mean, it's 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 only obvious, just like you're saying. But yeah, I mean, this is, this stuff has been going on for like people. You know, you listen to people that was that called in and even in the chat. You know, they, you know, we're a very smart group here. We're not, you know, that stupid. We, we know that this stuff has been applications been, you know, for how many decades? You know, it's fifties, sixties, forties. It's not like the you know that we haven't got our hands on some kind of technology. Maybe we didn't know how to operate or, or like we've been improving it. Like you're saying, um, it, I mean, it is happening. It, it's there. I just hope to see that, you know, that it doesn't, they don't use that type of application in that, in all sense, because, you know, if you're using religion, I mean, I'm not religious, but there is, you know, there are hundreds of millions of people on this planet that you know that are in those two basic religions that will be you know that's 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 you know that's that's war you know that's, exactly that's, that's exactly what it is like like and it's bad, bad, they've gone though, to war know, for less they've gone to war yeah. for far less than like a, a an apparition in the sky yeah sorry sorry go ahead i mean it's nuts no, you're no, right no, I'm you're correct it's just you know to me it's a sad situation if they're going to be but they you know, and and that's like scraping the bottom of the barrel, man. You know, these, it's, it, it, this government, I wouldn't even say it's the government. It's the, it's the uh, military industrial complex. that's controlling all this shit, you know? And, and if they can tell even the president that it's none of your business, you don't have the, you don't have the, uh, you know, you don't have the know to know. I mean, then who does then, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, knowing that they're temporary employees and they're going to be gone, and you know they're just basically covering for Epstein and all, all the dirty shit that's going on with these damn politicians. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it, it's a it's a crazy world we live in. And this 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 is the thing, right? That's why we get together and talk about this shit. Because if if you talk about this with normies, man, <laughs> they'll call the cops on you. <laughs> like, it's a terrorist. Check out that video. It's pretty crazy. The one I posted it. You know the one that looks like uh, Virgin Mary coming out of a, a, like a ball of light. It's, it's, I mean, it literally looks like it. You know, and, and they use it's not like just one color. It's like multiple colors. That's what's, what's crazy. You know, and just to see it, people you can hear people screaming because they think it's you know something that's really really religious. But it's I'm pretty sure it's blue beam if you look at it because it's not like they're it's it's just it's like an image comes it comes and it goes. It's like it's like going through a portal or something and coming back out and it's and it's pretty fucking huge it's in the sky it's pretty big pretty interesting though yeah uh, i don't see it uh, where did you put it in the discord yeah i, I put it on um, it's a youtube i put it in discord and on the chat show chat okay. and uh also put it in um youtube and in um facebook okay gotcha gotcha all right, cool. Yeah, yeah was, did you find it? I don't see it. I don't see it. There's a, there's a lot of chat in. Uh, <laughs> in the, uh, I'm scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up. That's okay. It's okay. Uh, let's see. There's one from Richard. There's a. 
Yeah, no, no. There's lots of links in there too. I don't know. I'm looking. I'll keep looking. I'll keep go, go ahead and uh, go ahead and keep keep going. Keep going. I'll find it, man. I'll find it. <laughs> I'll put it right now and then uh, I'll put it in the show chat right now. Okay, there we go. Thank you. All right, look, guys, we're still taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. We're here with Kelly. I'm not running you off, Kelly. You're welcome to stay as long as you like. You already know that. If you guys want to be part of the show, give us a call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're going to go as long as you guys are interested. Like I said, uh, we'll go uh, all the way to the third hour if you guys keep calling. If not, then, well, we'll uh, we'll end it just a little bit early just because we added an extra day. You get one extra day of Troubled Minds now. Still going to try and do the conspiracy news on Monday and Friday. Stretching myself thin, but uh, I think the the cause is good, and I think that uh, we're we're gaining some momentum here. We got some people, uh, n- new people, finding us all the time, and it's it's kind of like you push the mountain up the mountain, and then finally reach a crest, you know. And so uh, it's time to push. It's time to push harder, right? So so uh, that's what's up. That's what's going on. But uh, if I can take a fifteen minute breath here there i'm gonna do that so if uh, if you guys are continue continuing to be interested in calling in 702-957-1037 we'll go all the way to the third hour if not we'll cut it just a little bit short like i said uh, so there you go uh the number's up and there you go uh, ns says kelly's a fucking stud thanks kelly <laughs> there you go <laughs> there you go that's that's a good compliment uh I, i'd take that any day but uh, i agree i concur kelly's a fucking stud I don't know. So if you wanted to play this right there, it's uh, but it's like as soon as you start the video, you, I mean, it's, they, they get right into it. It's like a, you could see the apparition in the sky and shit, and people screaming. I mean, okay. they're, they're freaking out. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this real quick. Let's uh, put this up and let's uh, let's watch a part of this video. I think uh, you can even hear it here, but you've seen it, so you don't need to see it again. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so we have this. Uh, so Kelly's describing this as a a, uh, a an apparition in the sky. Uh, looks like the Virgin Mary of sorts. Uh, I'm I'm going to link it in the chat so you guys can actually see uh, this for yourself in full screen. But here we go. This is from uh, Kelly sharing this video. Let's play. Here we go. Action. turn that off just because the the music may track uh, trigger copyrights like it always does but uh, there you go you can see the hear the people screaming in the back and as you can see there like kelly was describing it's it appears to be uh, a a vision in the sky of uh we talked about this with the uh that uh that thing in portugal uh, our lady fatima right fatima whatever that's called uh, here's here's something similar where people are screaming and you appear to see an apparition of a person of a lady of a something in the sky and very much like we've been describing tonight very on point kelly i've never seen this Where, what is this from virgin mary appears in africa sky blue beam morning and uh, yeah what the hell uh, again right like uh, uh can this be faked sure but i think this is exactly the type of thing that uh you could fake anything you want to fake right that's a hell of a video man jeez jeez yeah, I mean, if like we were talking about when that when that sky projector was first invented before even blue beam, this is like the beginning of blue beam. They wanted to project. It wasn't like I said it wasn't the UFOs or the aliens. They wanted to project 
the second, like a second coming of Christ, something biblical. Now, to me, that's what that is. If you look at, you know, you know, beginning of that, you know, just that whole video, that's, you know, and just like the one you said over in Italy, you know, you know, the, the apparitions of what looks like the Virgin Mary, what they're saying. But yeah, it's, I mean, that's exactly the application they're using it is. So it's just, you know, what I mean, it, it's maybe it's not here. They're using it in somewhere else, third world countries or somewhere else where, you know. That they want to try to scare, you see what, see what, just to see what happens if you know they put it up there, and you already see the results. You know, people are freaking out. Yeah, the screen, people screaming, like, like the the person with the camera couldn't even keep it on, like the, all the people running around them and stuff. And that's what you would expect, like I said. And think about big data now. Like I was saying earlier in the show, like we have the the exact demographics to be able to say, all right, this is the most religious part of the country. Let's put this in the sky and see what the fuck happens, <laughs> right? I mean, if you're gonna do it like the sickest way possible, that would be it, right? That would be it, yeah. man. Like, holy crap. Yeah. So, you know, I just wanted to share that a little bit and, you know, show the video. But, yeah, I mean, again, if you guys go ahead and want to research that, too, that's what they wanted to do in the first place. But now, I mean, we're in 2021. I mean, they got all kinds of shit now. So, I mean, just stand by to stand by to find out what these people are doing, you know. We are, we're on top of it like we usually do. So, I just wanted to throw it out there and have a good night, family. Appreciate it, my man. Kelly from Colorado, you're the best. We'll talk to you soon. Say hi to my show for us. Thanks, brother. All right, there you go. You guys want to be part of the show? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Great, uh, great addition there from Kelly. And uh, as always, he's uh, kicks in in the third hour because uh, of his sailor mouth. <laughs> I appreciate him being flexible with us to not uh, be dropping f bombs on the radio. It's all good, uh, and uh, he's uh, always sharing fantastic information. I've never seen that video, and uh, interestingly, that's that's exactly the type of stuff that we're kind of talking about tonight, right? Like these these visions in the sky. These you know back to the burnt the biblical burning bush and things like this if you're able to project anything you want into the sky and then make it talk right <laughs> make it speak uh yeah i mean like uh, like axel was saying when he when he was called in on uh, discord there he was saying that it would sound kind of like a um like a uh like it was coming through a speaker right which they actually described in the technology we were talking about a little bit earlier i'll have all these links again you guys can always follow all my links and all the rest of this stuff but here it is right here here there it is so this this notably let's uh, talk about this just real fast this is from popular popular mechanics speaking of human speech and uh these these uh things that float in the sky and like i said it's suspicious af that the the mainstream media doesn't touch any of this right you you never see this actually put forward as a as a possibility, which makes me think and and suspicious as hell that it's this is this is what's going on right like the the second they try and ignore something and make it into something else you got to know right uh, there, there's something something afoot here so anyway popular mechanics this is way back in 2018 March 22nd 2018 the Pentagon mimicking human speech with lasers is the creepiest thing you'll hear all week right. Uh, most of the U.S.'s laser projects have have to do with using the focused beams of light either as weapons or as aiming devices for weapons. But now the Pentagon is experimenting with lasers for an unlikely purpose, actually mimicking human speech. The result is a system that could be useful for psychological operations, making announcements, or just plain weirding out the enemy. Defense One reports this profoundly weird Department of Defense program, and according to the article, the process relies upon a phenomenon called the laser-induced plasma effect for use 
uh, one laser, a femto laser, to create a ball of plasma. That ball of plasma becomes a medium. It is shot with a second laser, a nano laser, tuned to an extremely narrow frequency. This way, the ball of plasma can be manipulated in ways to produce light and noise. Here's the video in which the experiment looks like a creepy talking version of the Eye of Sauron. And notably, yep, that's right, this video has been taken down. You see what I'm saying? This is exactly the way the media works, right? Like somebody makes a request to YouTube. Nope, that shit shouldn't be out. Take that shit down. YouTube dumps it or whatever the hell happened to this. I don't know the background story, but clearly this video was available in 2018 when they wrote this article. However, it is no longer available. Notice also the media is not talking about this. I think, I really, really think, okay, again, and please don't get me wrong, but I really think this new disclosure effort is a bunch of propaganda bullshit. Absolute bullshit. I think it is. And again, I do not think that there aren't real UFOs. Unexplainable, inexplicable, in the sky, that we have no freaking idea what they are. I believe they're out there. But this tiny slice of information, the media full-throated shouting in the same direction, trying to tell us exactly the implication is aliens, right? It's not China. It's not Russia. It's not us. Like I said, what is the implication? Well, not that it's plasma projections in the sky. (laughs) Plasma projections in the sky. Yeah. So we can't even get, so I've looked for extra footage of this on YouTube. I can't find it. So in the old days, I found one that was like an actual uh, plasma projection in the sky from like a Japanese video, and they were doing it back in like 2010. They had they had like these butterflies in the sky that were just uh, you know like looked not real. I mean, but they look like clearly like butterflies. You would never mistake what they were. So it's uh, it's just like as the technology develops and gets better and better, right? So now you could have like Shrek, right, show up and start talking to you in the Shrek voice. Right? Like, this is the type of shit that could happen. And, uh, you know, just, just to throw a ridiculous example out there. So, I don't know. I don't know. And so, so, when you talk about technology like that, making these tic tacs in the air is nothing, literally is nothing to accomplish. Right? You got to have these, these projectors on these ships. Right? And that's it. That's it. You got to have some, you, you, you got to have it so that you don't tell, you clearly only brief like the captain of the ship and that's it, right? Notably too, PJ Hughes, who was at the, the, the Tic Tac incident back in the, uh, the Nimitz encounter uh, back in, uh, I believe it was 2004, right? I think that was the date. Uh, I've contacted him on Twitter. He said he doesn't think it's palladium. He's a radar operator, right? But he did say that they came and they retrieved the radar data tapes right after the incident. He said that a helicopter flew in from San Diego, landed, and they went in and they took these tapes and they took them back. So if that, so so notably, right? The, the suspicious thing about that is now Fravor, David Fravor says that didn't happen, but he's not a radar operator. How the fuck would he know? No offense to Fravor, but he was in a plane, right? If you're in the radar room running radar and they come in and take your tapes, you would know. And so there's a, there's, again, there's a point of contention here. And this is what I'm saying. It depends on who you ask. All these things depend on who you ask. Anyway, 
Um, as you can tell, I'm fired up about this. It kind of pisses me off just a little bit. Uh, let's. Uh, so where do we go? We're still. Uh, we're still taking phone calls, and like I said, we'll continue trucking if you guys want to be part of the show. 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Get your ass in here. Go to the website. Click the Discord link, and we'll put you on the show. Uh, uh, speaking of putting you on the show, let's go to Jay in New York. Let me. I got you muted. No, you're muted. You muted yourself. All right, Jay. Welcome to the show. Sorry, Mike. You're good. Thanks, bro. Mike. You're good, bro. Whenever I love the way you're helping me out with getting in there. You're good, man. Whatever um, you're ready. Whatever you're ready. How are you? Good. Um, traveling. I'm actually down here where the I'm like I can hear the bass play the Reveille in the Star Spangled Banner in the morning when I wake up now, or the bass that I worked at when I was doing things there. That's it's the listening center for the Atlantic Ocean and the place is ancient you know I've been in the building working on the doors and stuff like that because I'm just a carpenter you know and the place is obviously built you know 50s you know so this stuff is old it's been going on for a long time you know real long time I just it's yeah you're right they're probably pulling the wool over our eyes letting us you know, hey, we're doing the big alien disclosure. You know, people are listening from all over the world to the show that you got and other shows. Mainstream media is picking it up now. Everybody's thinking about it. And, you know, 20 years down the road, we're going to find out that it was them shooting laser beams at the sun to let <laughs> the part of the wherever that was that Kelly posted the video there of, yeah. you know. Yeah. Imagine doing that over Mecca during Ramadan. Exactly. Like if, if that shit wouldn't like like literally just break down an entire like like widespread community, nothing would. And that's what I mean, right? So with big data, we know the the, the best and the worst spots to do something like this to get the the best and the worst reactions. So, you know, depending on who you ask, right? The best, the best reaction is the reaction you want to get. If, uh, right. If you're using big data to maybe, you know, somewhere in the Bible belt, right. It, like, you, like you pick the most, uh, you know, uh, uh, ca- like Catholic community and you, you, you put the Virgin Mary in the sky. You know what I mean? Like uh, if that's not, like I said, and so, to to say that the government wouldn't do something like this again, you go back to the fifties. They were they were detonating nukes out here north of Vegas, right downwind or sorry upwind of Cedar City and St George, Utah, which has had effects since then, right? The higher cancer rates, all kinds of shit, right? Like this is what I'm saying. Like for, to, for people to say the government wouldn't do that, get out of here. <laughs> get out. Well, of here. Well, well, back then, people were having parties. You know, yeah. they were going out there and being like, hey, they're going to let one off today. Let's go out there and stand yeah. in the desert and watch it. Yeah, they were watching from Vegas, yeah, yeah. As, they, as they exploded nuclear bombs out in the desert. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean, right? So so uh, the, clearly there were safer places to do that, is my point. And so, the, you know, there's still there's still a, a fallout that's happening from that, you know, because, that of course, that stuff goes downwind and it settles in particular areas, which is, again, St. George and... Uh, Cedar City, and I and I know in for a fact because I live in that area and I know people from that area. I mean, it's there's just higher cancer rates. It is what it is, and you can't say, oh, well, it's probably just a natural thing. No, fuck off. <laughs> it's because you were detonating nukes in the desert in the fifties. Come on. Uh, anyway, so so just point being that like this type of thing, gain of function type things are normal. The government does these things. 
And so to to say that, well, they would never do that. Um, I'm not willing to go that far. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I mean, there's tons and tons of those, you know, everywhere. You know, the, the things that they've done that were really messed up. There's a place up by where I live in New York that had the highest concentration of mercury in the world. It's just, and it's something, and, and it's a teeny tiny, it's called an army depot. They have a train track that runs into a building that's probably only a couple hundred yards long, but the trains that come out of there are forever, you know? It's backed up right next to the side of a mountain. What are they doing in there, you know? And everybody knows it. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody that lives there works there, you know? It's just the National Guard holds the door. That's it. Everything else that goes on in there is 100% top secret, you know? But, you know, Binghamton designed computers, you know? They did the, some of the greatest technology in aviation came out of Binghamton, you know? It's just the stuff that comes out of there is intense. But, you know, it's just where do we go with it, you know? You have to do it somewhere, I suppose, you know? Well, it's not like they don't have, like, these underground bases and these gigantic test ranges where nobody's allowed to go anywhere near. You know what I'm saying? The the problem with that is, right, so, so... Sorry, go ahead. That one's right behind a children's home. Yeah, see? This right I behind. Mean. I mean, the only reason why I know it and I've seen it is because my wife, uh, sorry, ex-wife, used to work at that children's home, and we only had one car, so I would go and pick her up and sit there in the parking lot because she took care of kids. So sometimes you got off on time. Sometimes you're, you know, kids having a fit or something like that. You know, you're not getting out on time. So sometimes you'd be 15, 20 minutes sitting there looking and it'd be like, what the hell are they doing there? You know, they start asking people, well, nobody knows. It's been that way since the forties. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know? and that's, and that's kind of it. So, so you see why, I'm I'm super agitated with this whole disclosure project because these things are by our the technology we know if we know about it what what is this shit going on we don't know about right there's gonna be there's gonna be some DARPA shit that we don't know about so that's scary that's scary and so so these UFOs where people are like there's no fucking way right they're they're doing they're doing things that like break our laws of physics no. Lasers zipping around the sky can move as fast as you want them to move. They are not, that does not break our laws of physics. We have that ability. And so this is what I'm talking about. And this is why I'm suspicious. And this is why I continue to say this, and I'll continue to say this as more information comes out to make this conversation relevant. I'll continue to add it to the pile. Because, of course, like I said, the mainstream media dodges it. They don't talk about any of this shit. Notice, Pick one article that you've seen in the mainstream where they've said, oh, by the way, it could be plasma radar spoofing. If you show me one, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not- I like that hat. Don't eat that hat. Eat a okay. different hat. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't eat the hat. All right. It's a nice hat. All right. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's well, like- I mean, that Luma thing that I was telling you about, um, I don't know, a week or so ago, where the house that I work on all the time with the historical restoration, she lives in one of the apartments there and they go out there and it's like they're filming a video game. You know how they put the little sensors on them and everything else like that. So you can get the elbows and the hands and the wrist and everything else like that with the gloves and the, you know, cameras on all different parts of the body. But once a year, with the exception of last year, 
they do a thing. It's a art project and they take in a film or they shoot their film and project it onto the sides of buildings in downtown. And the building looks nothing like it did. It looks like their artwork, you know, and there's dancing and all that kind of stuff going on in there, but shoot that up into a cloud, you know, have the planes fly by and lay down their, you know, vapor trail or whatever you want to call it, but, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon and midnight, turn that thing on. These things are intense. I mean, the projectors are the size of a car and they use the things that they pull around to construction sites to power them times two or three. And it is an entire building will completely disappear and be whatever the picture that they're showing on the building. You won't be able to see any of the structure of the building. All you'll see is the picture. And that's something that they do, you know, three, 4,000 people showed up to the first one and now it's like 10, you know, and it's a teeny tiny town, you know, it's a little town in upstate New York. You're telling me that the guys at fleet combat training center, you know, from half a mile through the swamp here don't, can't do something like that. There's no way, you know, the thing is called the Luma project, you know, it's just, we have the technology. We definitely do. And it's just, who's got it in their hand? What are they using it for? Why? It always comes back to that why, doesn't it, Mike? Always. That's that's the question. That's why we're here asking these questions. And uh, and again, right, like this seems like a simple explanation that you would be able to, to right, to, to, to be able to explain this away. But then, of course, then you're tipping your hand about what the military is up to or, or maybe up to. Because I don't know. Again, I don't have answers. Like I said, I don't have a Galactic Federation ambassador sources. I, you know, I, I've never worked in the military. Nothing like that. I, I don't have any inside anything. I want to be clear about that. I do not. But me, I, like I said, I watch the news very, very, very closely. I'm looking for Luma here. The Luma project. Uh, I posted it? it in the Discord. Okay. Okay. I don't, a long I, time. It was about a, it was about two weeks ago. Okay. Probably. There's no chance I'll find it. If if you can, please uh, please drop it back in there when you're when you're finished. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, just point being that like, you know, clearly, uh, if you pay close enough attention, you can find out what's going on. In my opinion, not that I have all the answers here, but I think in this one, I think I'm closer than what the media is trying to project. And uh, meaning that, well, if you pay attention, I think the answers are out there. Kind of like we talk about the media is fake, but there is a baby in the bathwater at some point. So, you, you know, if you pay attention to what they're saying and what they're not saying, what they're deflecting from, I think you can discern a nugget of truth. How far that gets you, I don't know, because one nugget is just a start, right? There's a, there's a ton more shit past that that we'll never get to because it's, it's you know, locked up in the DARPA headquarters or whatever. But yeah, you see what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying. So, all right, good night, Richard. Thanks for hanging out with us, guy. Appreciate that. Uh, all right, so let's, uh, we got, uh, I don't know, about 10 minutes left. Anybody, we got time for you. If you, uh, you have a phone call, you want to, something you want to talk about. So we got, uh, we're going to do the outro with Jay here. But if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. And uh, yeah, here we go. Mr. Mission Control says, I need a cigar now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I need some whiskey. Oh, wait. Luckily, I have some right here. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. It's so, a good thing you're in your bunker. Yeah, right, exactly. We're all stocked up in the bunker, for sure. Uh, so, like I said, everybody always brags they have a bunker, but look, I'm the only guy that has proof, right? Oh, there it is right there. There it is. If you if you come across that in the Nevada desert, Nevada desert, it's not mine. It's totally not mine. <laughs> but uh, Don't go running up to the door to knock and be like, hey, Mike, can I have a beer? Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, let's finish this up, Jay. Uh, th- thoughts on all the rest of this, man. So, what about that? God, the voice of God, like what the hell is this, right? Like, if they're doing that and they can actually do that, remember in t- 2018 they said, "Give us about three years, we'll be able to fake entirely a human voice." Well, it's 2021. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Last year was you know a warm up, you know to get us our daily dose of wtf you know exactly just that way we'd be a little bit less oh wow there's something in the sky talking to us telling us that you know we need to do whatever you know i don't want to get too political on that just because of the reasons that you know but yeah i mean i just the biblical part of it and all that you know you could really really it just I come back to why would you want to do that? What would your purpose be? Well, it's always you know, well, yeah. I mean, so you're that weak that you have to manipulate people's minds into thinking something that is completely untrue to yeah. get your nasty, dirty, rotten, disgusting point to Across. get them to believe in it. To manipulate the shit you know. out of people. Exactly. Good night, Madeep. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. We'll catch you tomorrow night. We'll be doing it tomorrow night with Ash the Reptilian. We've got some uh, some hot, hot, spicy shit on deck for tomorrow night, too. Some more UFO drama. Uh, but, yeah, no, you're right. Like, I, I, And I think that's the, that's the worst part about this is once these technologies are kind of locked in, and some people have suggested with the UFOs that there's a you know the actual breakaway civilization that's like zipping around in these things. I don't buy it. I don't buy it because because like such a simple thing would be like we always say, right? Where's our fucking flying cars, right? Where's our damn flying cars? If they're zipping around in UFOs, we should have had flying cars a decade ago, right? And Elon Musk is barely getting self-driving cars on the road. I mean, this is this is goofy. This is good. It doesn't like there's so much that does not track. It does not make sense that sure. Fine. I understand DARPA's way ahead of us, but. Does that mean that? Uh, uh, and I also saw recently that there's other there's other um, instit- or other countries that are trying to uh, copy DARPA, right? And try and have these uh, super advanced, super secret uh, things happen in the UK, happening in I think it was Australia, some other places, right? They're creating uh, these DARPA-like projects where everything's like super black budget and super super advanced technology that we won't see for decades, right? But uh, they're using it now, and this is the type of shit. Like another one, I saw somebody linked something. They're going to test this this pill in the military that slows aging. Did you see that shit? <laughs> Speaking no. Of yeah, yeah, for real. No. For real. Well, I'll pull it up. I'll pull uh, it up. Where can that go wrong? Yeah, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, yeah. those people start breeding, you know, meet some girl and, you know, overseas or something like that and have an accident forget to wear the condom <laughs> whoa 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 Man, what you're gonna take us take us down that road i'm just saying all right well i mean no but really i mean they think about it you're altering the way that somebody is you know whatever i mean even with the i guess the prick we can call it 
you know, what's going to happen when all those, you know, you're changing RNA, right? I mean, that's what it, how it works. Yep. You know, yep. when we start, you know, you're going to have a different, we're changing, you know, whether we're evolving or, you know, someone's pushing us down that road or whatever it might be. We're, we're changing the way that we are. You know, it's going to get bred into us eventually. You know? Right, it's kind of like the the Monsanto or, stuff, right? You're like you're, you're you manipulate mm-hmm. genetically manipulate all the seeds, and then it just blows downwind on the organic shit, and then everything's the same anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't really fucking matter. Well, yeah, yeah. Then you buy all the farmland from one side of the country to the other. So the only place you can grow food is on somebody's land, and well, you got to buy my seeds. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly right. It just. Or, or make them buy them. Yeah, make them buy them again. Yeah, I don't know. Like crazy, this is crazy stuff. So again, here we go. This is from uh, MSN.com, as reported by Popular Mechanics. This is actually posted three hours ago, of all, of all things. Uh, SOCOM is investing more money in clinical trials of anti-aging compounds. The chemical in question would be a nutraceutical for all cellular signs of age. It's not clear in what specific way this is likely to help the U.S. military personnel. Are you shitting me? <laughs> How would it not? Really? What if you could keep your entire force 22 years old? You think they wouldn't have an, a physical advantage? Of course they would. No, Come on, people, think. Come on, you knucklehead MSNs or whoever's writing this. Quote, we have completed preclinical safety and dosing studies in anticipation of follow-on performance testing in fiscal year 2022. Naval Commander Tim Hawkins, a SOCOM spokesperson, told Breaking Defense. The pill involves what Hawkins called a human performance small molecule that will be fashioned into a nutraceutical form for both civilians and military personnel. He continued... Quote, these efforts are not about creating physical traits that don't already exist naturally. This is about enhancing the mission readiness of our forces by improving performance characteristics that typically decline with age. Essentially, we are working with leading industry partners and clinical research institutions to develop a nutraceutical in the form of a pill that is suitable for a variety of uses by both civilians and military members whose resulting benefits may include improved human performance, like increased endurance and faster recovery from injury. There we go. Let's file this under. How could this go wrong? (laughs) They thought meth was great when they, you know, back in Germany in the day, you know. Yeah, they hopping were all those guys up. They were all hopping mm. up on meth. Yep. Yep. Giving them acid. Yep. In Vietnam. You know, they thought that was a cool idea. Yep. You know, and that worked out. Now, yeah, that worked out great. <laughs> you know, now we got problems in every major rural area in the country with you know people making it out of turpentine and crap in trailers in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Exactly but. right. Exactly. But so so just point being, right? So think about that. So if they're testing it in like trials now to, in 2022, how long do you think DARPA has been working on something like this? Like that's kind of the point, right? So it's like they probably have like internal tests on, oh, I don't know, uh, uh, let's say a clandestine, I don't know, like just, just weirdness, right? Like where are all those where are all those missing 411 people you know what i'm saying i'm not saying it's the government but i'm saying if it was they have a use for those people that end up missing you know what i'm saying i don't know like there's 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 just a lot of weird shit here that uh it seems like um wtf wtf i don't know i don't know that uh, nss pill side effect is a third testicle <laughs> yeah i hope not 
I hope not. Uh, more. Uh, uh, Daryl says, uh, "Fucking and fighting machines." Exactly right. Like uh, you, you keep them. You keep them down to twenty-two years old and uh, right forever, uh, until right until something bre- something's got to break. The human body's not meant to do that. So something's got to break at some point. And so basically, now here's now here's what I envision with this. They're going to start giving like our military readiness, uh, the soldiers, operatives, whatever these pills. And then it's go- they're going to be like in the prime of their life for a little bit longer, but then they're going to break down hard, right? That's what's going to fucking happen here. And then, of course, it's going to come back on the medical system and the, the VA and all the rest of the stuff that's already broke as fuck. After they break, they break these people in the field and then they bring them home and don't take care of them and they're going to commit suicide. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is the fucking world we live in, people. And again, nobody wants to talk about it. It's, a, it, it's tragic. It's grotesque. And it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, and that's why we talk about this. And that is rat right there is having a goddamn troubled mind. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that because that's the fact of the matter. Uh, but anyway, all right. Let's uh, let's wrap this up, Jay. We're we're at the end of this. We did three hours, guys. Yay! <laughs> Appreciate you calling. Sorry, in. I missed you last night, Mike. I was trying to. I had it ready for you and everything else like that. I was just trying to set up. I was driving from New York to Virginia. No apologies necessary. My bad. Shit happens, and uh, we all got we all got our lives we got to take care of. So it's no problem. I appreciate you being enthusiastic and trying to make it. Uh, so so all right, let's uh, let's finish this up. Let's finish this up. We're done, and uh, we're talking about again like all this weird UFO stuff in the media and why we shouldn't trust the things they say. And you should look to these people uh, that are leading the charge uh, with a suspicious mind, with a troubled mind. Let's say only because I'm not calling anybody a liar. I don't want to do that. But I do want to say that the information they're bringing might not be entirely accurate. Let's say that. And maybe they don't even know, right? So it would be no fault of their own. So, so in any case, like that's, that's how I want to frame this because it's true. It's very true. Look at the Richard Doty, the Paul Benowitz thing. Like there's a whole bunch of disinformation stuff that's happened in the UFO community for a very long time. So I just want to point out that there's, there's shit, there's sketchy shit been happening for quite a long time all right so well yeah we'll be back uh, we'll be back with ash tomorrow and uh and there we go let's uh, let's finish this up you got a quote let's do it jay let's do it brother sure it's from a movie all right um, what is it? i never told her about our seven days together or how in the future that will now never happen she changed me forever i'm never going to leave her i'm never going to leave this family because the best part of my future turns out that was always right in front of me. It's uh, Dan Forrester from that Tomorrow War that just came out on Amazon, which is a pretty intense movie for people that watch this show. Nice. Because it's like right up the alley. would kind of <laughs> kind of blew my brain up. It was like, damn it, wow. You guys are really messing with people after last year. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. And, and uh, there you go. Like, t- Tell me Hollywood... And the media and the government aren't working together. <laughs> Tell me. Try and convince I me. I can't do that. <laughs> Try and convince me. Won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Not here, man. Thank you, Jim. Not coming for me. Great quote. I appreciate Good night, that. Mike. Would you would you recommend people watching that? Yes. Okay. Do watch it. Yes, absolutely. Just bring your it's a, it's a good flick. Bring your tinfoil. Yeah, and if you do um, have the Amazon, make sure you uh, sub up to the Twitch there and give Mike his uh a couple bucks a month if you sub up with thank you if you if you sub up to our twitch channel through your amazon prime account it gives us two dollars and 49 cents a month 
So even if you if you love the show and don't want to send any money, that's a free way to do it that you're already paid for. I say free because you've already paid for it. So if you want to do that, uh, let me know. It's uh, you can get the information in our Discord. Please join the Discord. And like I said, it's it's literally two dollars and forty nine cents. It's not the end of the world, but it, it helps if you if you you know start kicking it in and adding it up. It, it all helps. And I appreciate paying the bills for the show. And uh, I'm I'm actually because we're in the black a little bit. I'm running ads. We're running ads for the show. So if you see some Google ads and shit out there, don't click on them. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it because I'll have to pay for that. Actually, yeah, um, the ads will pay for that. But anyway, I appreciate everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. Like I always say, you could be doing a million other things, and you're here with us right now. So I'm honored by that. Thank you, Jay, for uh, peeling out some time, uh, and Kelly and everybody else, Daryl for calling, Jennifer for calling, uh, who kicked us off tonight. I think it was Daryl got us started. If I missed you, I'm sorry because I've got a lot on my mind because, well, I have a troubled mind. In any case, as we finish, thanks again, Jay. You're the best. Everybody else, we'll be back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Remember, 7 p.m. Pacific. Monday and Friday, we're doing... I may add Wednesday. Why the fuck not? I may add a Wednesday show in the daytime. We'll see. Stay tuned for that, maybe. All right. Like I said, if you push a mountain up a mountain and you reach a crest, push harder push harder there seems to be some uh some wind behind us and it may be because of all the ufo news i don't know but uh people are finding us and that's a good thing so thank you all for hanging out thanks for being here at the end be sure be strong be true and thank you for listening from our troubled minds to yours have a great night good night mike thanks jay <laughs> we'll talk to you soon brother <laughs>